Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! Here, the home opener, not a sellout. Good student section here. Still a lot of folks making their way in for the parking lot. My name is Craig Helser. I'm the referee. Come on in the back. Well, we're able to pick up. There we are. Mike, Mike, check. Turn the music down. Turn the music off. Thank you. <laughs> Gentlemen, my name is Craig Helser. I'm the referee. This is Richard Owens, the umpire. We represent the MIAA. And this is Adrian Wolf. Adrian, shake everybody's hand. Missouri Western, you're the visiting team. League logo's ahead, center's the tail. What's your call? Heads. Heads is the call. The league logo. It is a tail. Hayes, you won the toss. Football, which way you want to kick? Fort Hayes State has won the toss. Like to defer to the second half. Missouri Western will receive. Shake hands, gentlemen, and good luck. All right, there you have it. Missouri Western will get the ball first. Tigers will have it to start the second half. And there's a bit of a breeze tonight, so the wind could play a factor in this one as we move along. Let's go ahead and squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort A. State Football. Our opening kickoff tonight presented by Simpson Farm Enterprises. New and pre-owned sprayers and parts. Visit SimpsonFarm.com. Simpson Farm Enterprises. Ransom Hayes, Great Ben Beloit, and in Grand Island, Nebraska. And again, a reminder, you can sync up our radio broadcast with the MIAA Network TV feed. All you have to do is have it pulled up, and on a big play, you can sync it all up and uh, have it for the opening kickoff or a big play or when the official makes a call and you can listen to the radio call while watching the video stream. All part of our, all you have to do is go to the TuneIn app for the uh, Tiger Network radio feed. We're ready to get this one underway. It's the Tigers in all black tonight. The pants, the uh, jerseys, gold numbers, white trim, the black helmets with the Tiger gold logo on the side. Griffins in their road whites, black numbers trimmed in gold. Gold pants with a couple of black stripes down the side. They've got a black helmet and um, Griffin wings on each side of the helmet. We're ready to go. It'll be Parker Jackie kicking it off for Fort Hayes State. Missouri Western has Brandon Hall back. He's their starting running back along with one of their really speedy wide receivers, Cooper Burton, and the wind is going to push that kick toward the back end of the end zone and out of the back of the end zone. So Missouri Western will start at their own 25-yard line to get this one underway here at Lewis Field. As we mentioned, not a sellout crowd, but a good student section, and hopefully it's a lively audience here tonight for the Tigers at Missouri Western. Again, John Johnson not in there, out for a couple of weeks with an injury. Miles Min just moves back to a more typical linebacker spot, but he'll start at yep. defensive end for this first series. The Heimerman and... Um, the transfer linebacker, McCall Williams, are the two linebackers for Fort A. State. First and 10, Griffins have it at their own 25-yard line. Ball is on their left hash. They'll send motion 
The tight end, Cam Grandy, missed all of last year. He had played in 999 days. Low snap, and the quarterback is going to run it up the middle and get only a couple of yards. Low snap from the center, Noah Price, and Gavin Hazelhorse was there to make that tackle for Fort Hayes State along with McCall Williams. Short gain of a couple on first down to bring up second and eight. Well, that was best-case scenario for Missouri Western out of that play because they had nearly got hit behind the line of scrimmage. And Reagan Jones, he has... A dual threat. He is a true dual threat quarterback. Could hurt you with his legs and his arm. He's in the pistol. Brandon Hall, the running back behind him. Two receivers right, one left. They play action, a throw, and it's going to be almost intercepted. It was behind the intended target, and I think we do have a flag on the play. The pass was knocked down by Lake Heimerman. And those were linemen downfield. Number 77 offense. Five yard penalty for the previous spot. Repeat. Second down. So five-yard penalty will move it back to the 22-yard line. And that was not a good throw there by the quarterback who had a little bit of pressure on the play. And Heimerman, it really went off his backside, or if he had been a little bit better prepared, he could have maybe picked it up, but he was trying to keep up with the running, the wide receiver. So now it's second down and 12, back from the 23-yard line for Missouri Western. Opening drive, going from left to right, that is north to south. Now the running back, Hall, comes in motion. So it's an empty backfield, a five-receiver set for the quarterback, Jones. Straight drop back, a quick hitter in and out of the hands and almost intercepted. He tried to go to Travion James on the sideline. It was almost intercepted by Ty Cooper getting the start tonight, and it brings up third down. Well, this is where the Tigers got to get off the field because there's been so many times we've seen over the years where they give a little momentum back because they're not being able to get off the field on third and long. Good coverage there by that Tiger secondary. Third down here for Missouri Western. They were 8 of 13. That was the 11th best, a 62% conversion rate a week ago. 11th best in the country. Third and 12 from their own 23 on the opening drive of the game. Three down lineman for the Tigers. Jones to throw, being flushed to his right. Wants to throw, gets rid of it late. It's caught and broken up. Big time hit by Fort Hayes State's Mason Perez. It was in the hands of the receiver, Previn Kristen. And there is a flag in the backfield on the play. Let's see about this. Roughing the passer, number four, defense. 15-yard penalty previous spot. Mercy. Automatic. First down. Tigers got a stop, and Miles Menjus gets called for a personal foul and a late hit. Yeah, he took an extra That's step. Tough. It's close, though. He's going full speed on a quarterback who likes to run the ball. You almost put a defensive end in an un- impossible situation. So it's a first down to the 38-yard line. Boy, the defense did a good job, and the Griffins with the penalty. We'll see if that call goes both ways tonight. There's a play action, quick hitter. It's caught in the flat and a broken tackle after the completion to Cooper Burton, and he's out near midfield. Boy, that penalty gave the Griffins some life, and they pick up nine on first down to the 47. We have talked about it at nauseum last week, how the Tigers were their own worst enemies. And in the last three games that the Tigers have played against Western, they've been their own worst enemy. And they do that on the first drive of tonight's game. And it was on a third down stop. They would have had the ball in pretty good shape. Second down and one. The Griffins from their own 47 in a scoreless game. Opening drive, not even a minute in. 
Pistol formation for Jones. Straight drop back. Has plenty of time. Now being flushed. He throws. He's got a wide open receiver. That's Brandon Hall out of the backfield. He'll have the first down across the 50 and down to the Tiger 46-yard line. Lake Heimerman there to make the stop, but it's a first down for Missouri Western. Brandon Hall last week had 30 rushes for 141 yards. Had just one catch a week ago, but the Tigers not able to get home with the four rushing and Hall just kind of sat down underneath those linebackers for the catch. Opening drive, Tigers had a stop on third down, but got called for roughing the passer, and now the Griffins have it at the Tiger 46, right in the middle of the field. Shot pistol formation, handoff to Hall, stretches it around the right side, turns the corner, he's up the sideline, he's going to score. 10-5, touchdown Missouri Western. Oh my goodness, how big was that penalty? The Griffins take complete advantage, and really since that penalty, Fort A. State was gouged, and the Griffins lead 6-0. You did everything right, everything except for the penalty, and now you're behind instead of having the football and getting a new quarterback out onto the field for his first drive in a scoreless game. Now Jack Dawson, the backup quarterback that makes his first start for the injured, Chance Fuller will have to come into the game down 7-0. Here's Cody Watson in to attempt the extra point. Watson out of Yukon, Oklahoma. And the snap is down and the kick is good. And the Griffins have outscored their opponents 42 to nothing here in 2022. 13-18 to go here in the first quarter and Missouri Western has a 7 to nothing lead over Fort Hayes State and we have a media timeout. We'll take the break back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Now five plays, 75 yards in a minute, 42. The Griffins have a 7 to nothing lead after the Tigers had an apparent third down stop and Miles Bench just called for a late hit. It was it was a questionable call. He was bearing full speed in on a running quarterback, but they ruled he hit him maybe a step too late. So a big break for the Griffins, and they take full advantage of it, and they have a 7 to nothing lead. Well, and we talked with Coach Chris Brown this week about how do you keep Reagan Jones in check, and you do that by taking good angles and running through the tackle. Forte State did not take good angles on the running back, Brandon Hall. First quarter brought to you by Bud Light. For the fans, enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today, but please drink responsibly. That has its rewards. Make the pledge and be a responsible fan. 7-0 Griffins. Tigers will get the ball for the first time. As Jaquan Tillis is back deep along with Alex Schramer. Four-day State also without Trevor Watts. Starting wide receiver had a really good game a week ago and had some good kick returns. He is out with a hamstring injury. Kick into the wind is going to be short. Taken at the 10-yard line by Schremer. He's at the 15-20. Bounces outside. 25-30. 35-40. Here comes the flag. And it's going to be against the Tigers. And another good kick return is going to be nullified by a four-day state penalty. It happened on their first kick return a week ago. And it really set the tone. And after giving up two big penalties here in this game already for four-day state, it appears. The flag is at the 30. So it would be Good back return. to the 20. Holding, number 22, receiving team. 10-yard penalty to spot of the foul. First down, Fort A. State. So they'll get it at their near the 20, but, man, that's two big penalties on kick returns to start a game for Fort A. State. So we'll see Jack Dawson at quarterback. He's a sophomore from Arlington, Texas, Lamar High School. He was Chance Fuller's backup at Lamar. And he'll get his first career start here this evening. Back playing in his first career game 
as a redshirt sophomore. Soto lines up in the backfield. Adrian gets the carry and gets nothing. He gets run into maybe a yard to the 21 as he tried to run around the right side, and there was a wall of Griffins in on that tackle. Isaac Wallace leading the way. We're going to give him a yard to the 21-yard line and bring up second down at nine. It's probably worth mentioning that Jack Dawson owns the Arlington City Records yeah. for career passing yard completions, passing touchdowns, and total TDs. So it's not like he was a scrub in Arlington. Chance really only got to play his senior year. He was behind a really good Division I quarterback. And Jack got to play a little bit more. Hand off to Soto again around the right side. This time lunches across the 25 and up near the 27, close to the 28-yard line. So a pretty good run there on second down. Brandon Johnson, one of the five all-conference players, third-team all-MIAA defensive lineman a year ago. And that's going to be a gain to the 28-yard line of seven. It brings up a big third down and two here for Fort A. State. The Tigers last week 10 for 20. They were 11 for 19 last year in that 38-31 loss in St. Joe to the Griffins. Third down and two from their own 28. Tigers down 7-0. Dawson to throw for the first time. Gets rid of it. He's got a man. It's a first down. That pass is going to be caught by the Colby product, Calvin Staff. Sophomore from Colby who got thrust into action a year ago. Colby Cummings the tackle, but he gets enough for the first Oh, they mark him at the 29-yard line, short of the first down. Short of the line to gain. Oh, my goodness. He was past the 30 when they knocked him out of bounds. I think we may get a challenge. Coach Chris yeah. Brown is oh, he beside was himself. Clearly past the 30-yard line. We're going to maybe see our first red flag here of the year. Fort Forte State. First charge. He was tackled in half. front of the first down marker, in front of the 30-yard line. They marked it at the 29. Well, they're not going to drop the challenge flag, it appears. And again, they're only using two cameras for replay, the end zone cam and a sideline cam. So Fort A. State is going to use a timeout here. It's a big fourth down play. They're down 7 to nothing. It is fourth and less than a yard, about two-thirds of a yard to go. It, it appeared to us that Stapp was clearly past the 30 for a first down but they marked him at the 29-yard line. We got a re review here. Oh, he's oh, easily past feet, the 30. His feet, yeah, the, yeah. Chris Brown just dropped the challenge flag, and we've seen the view from the from the TMN feed. That isn't even close. I'm sorry, that ball is mismarked by two yards. Ruling the field is a runner short of the line to gain. The Fort Hayes State coach elected to challenge the spot. Our first video challenge of the year with MIAA using review. replay. So they have a an iPad on the other end of the field. Craig Hesler and another official are going to go take a look at that. This should not take long. I mean, we've seen the replay in the booth. It's clearly a first down by a good yard or more. The feet and the ball clearly past the 30. Quite they, honestly, how they missed that spot they, is, is quite impressive. They marked him where he went out of bounds, not yeah, where the progress got, of the yeah, ball he went. he got pushed back after getting near the 31. So, And it's not like there's a review official in the booth for these. It is clearly the head referee and the linesman, in this case, watching the re review yeah. monitor. So Craig Helsler had to run from the opposite 20 down to the 15-yard line on the other side of the field to do this. And now he'll have to make the return run all the way back. I did not know of any reviews in any of the other games last week, but this is certainly the first one for Fort Hayes State. Let's go ahead downstairs and get a sideline update brought to you by Pencil On and Landscaping with Sean Boston. 
Yeah, guys, uh, Chris Brown was right here about the 35-yard line or so in Missouri Western, and he sprinted down this near sideline, went and checked with the other coaches, everybody else that was down where uh, where the ball carrier went out of bounds on the far side, and he he saw from our angle from where we were at that he was he got the first down. He just wanted to go down there and make sure, and uh, that's when he dropped that the field, The runner made the line to gain. First down for A-State. The Fort A-State coach retains his timeout has one more challenge for the game. Yeah, so Fort A State does not have to burn a timeout, and they also do not have to lose the challenge, so they will retain one more challenge throughout the game tonight, but only one more regardless if they win or lose it. That's probably the only part of this whole challenge thing that I don't like is if you keep winning challenges, why wouldn't you keep exactly. getting to keep the opportunity to do that? And the goal to get the call right? Well, the first time the Tigers call for a challenge, they have four receivers bunched up. They're going to fake a screen. Dawson's going to run. He had a bit of a crease, but only gets about two, maybe three yards. He had an opening for a minute, but Brandon Johnson did a great job of reading that and brings him down at the 33-yard line for a short two-yard gain. Well, everything has been low risk for, Ch for uh, Jack Dawson so far. Uh, Crossing route on third down, kept it third and short. That time, spreading everybody out, giving them a chance to run. Second down and seven. Tigers from their own 33. There's Adrian Soto, runs into a wall of white jerseys. Gets about two, maybe three, out across the 34, 35 to the 36. Eisen Robinson and Arnold Creighton there to make that stop. Northwest Missouri State's D-line is always great, but Missouri Western may be D-line you. It seems like every year they just replace with great defensive linemen. They've had several make the NFL and not just make but stay. And looks like they've got another good one this year. Third down and four. The ball at their own 36. Opening possession for the Tigers. They're down 7-0 first quarter. Dawson to throw. He's being flushed from the pocket. He rolls to his left. Sets up with time. Now gets rid of it. He just threw it away. Good coverage downfield no by Missouri Western. Browning. The quarterback was out of the tackle box. The ball made to the line of scrimmage. Fourth down. And now fourth down, and Fort A. State's going to have to punt the football. Yeah, that's that's a four-man rush and getting pressure on the quarterback, so he has to flush from the pocket. But during that entire time, not a single receiver yeah. was able to break free. You mentioned that defensive line. It's a defensive line from Missouri Western who has three of their four returners making all MIAA honors a year ago. Back deep to receive this punt is Jonas Bennett. He's a backup running back from Odessa, Missouri. Snap comes back to Sawson, and he line drives an end-over-end kick. It'll be taken at the 22-yard line. No fair catch. Bennett's going to return. Breaks an ankle tackle, 30. Near sideline, 35, and all the way up to about the 39-yard line. There's a flag on the near sideline. There is a flag, so we'll see about this. Right about the 42 on the Tigers' side of the field. So that was a punt of about 43 yards, but a return of about 18. See about the flag, which is on the Tigers' side of the 50-yard line. Again, Craig Helser is our lead referee, and he's, we've heard from him a lot already tonight. During the kick, holding number nine, receiving team. 10-yard pin at the end of the kick. First down, Missouri Western. Media, timeout. There you go. We'll take a one-minute break. 10.07 to go, second quarter. 7-0 Missouri Western on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Florida State football brought to you by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Nest City, and Pratt. BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. 10.07 to go, first quarter. We've had a little bit of everything. Florida State's won a challenge.
and that penalty, the penalty happened when the ball was in the air, so there was not a change of possession. So it's marked from where the receiver, returner caught it, so the Griffins are going to start at their own 12-yard line. Tigers appear, appear to have a three and out on the first possession, but I got called for a late hit. Here's a keeper by the quarterback, and Jones lunges his way forward to about the 15, maybe the 16-yard line. Brought down by Hunter Brown for four-day state. So it'll be a gain of about four. Miles Benjus also in there helping out for the Tigers. So a four-yard gain, second down and six for the Griffins, who after that penalty carved up the Tigers pretty easily for a touchdown of a 46-yard run by Brandon Hall. Took just three plays following that penalty. 9.38 and counting. First quarter, 7-0 Griffins going from left to right. They've got three receivers, two near, one far. Hall the lone setback. Play action. Jones in the pocket. Throws deep downfield. He's got a man wide open, but he overshoots him. It was Hall out of the backfield. Trying to apply the coverage was linebacker McCall Williams. Had that been a good pass, it's another score, but it was overthrown, and it brings up third down. So the Tigers will go to their 3-3 stack on this one. Sometimes that includes um, Miles Menches at the linebacking position. Sometimes he is on the defensive line. Looks like he'll be in the linebacking spot. The Tigers got out of that third and 12 with this 3-3 stack, then gave up the next four plays with the four-down lineman. He's going to go on the line now, line up on the far sideline. Third down and... Six. Griffin's got a first down earlier because of penalty. Quick hitter across the middle. Ball caught, and it's going to be a first down and more on a completion to Travion James. He broke out of a tackle to the 20, takes it all the way up to the 28 near the 29, and picks up 13 yards. Williams and Hunter Brown the tackle, but that's a first down for the Griffins. It was a stop. It was a stop for a third uh, for a fourth down, and the Tigers get the football back. And so far, Missouri Western making the most of their opportunities. First and 10, they're out to their own 29-yard line on a drive that started at their own 12. They lead Fort Hay State 7 to nothing. Inside nine minutes to go here in the first quarter. In motion goes the receiver, Cooper Burton. They're going to hand it up the middle, and not a whole lot of room for Brandon Hall. Tyler Cummings in there to make that tackle about the 33. About four on first down, second and six. Yeah, he made that tackle. He's the one that got wrestled away. The difference between uh, on the previous play, the difference is that one he made the tackle at the ankles. The previous play he tried to make it shoulder pad level. Pistol formation, and they brought in Titus McCoy at running back. He's an Indiana State transfer. Played a little bit against the Tigers, and now Miles Benches. He knocked the ball out of the quarterback's hand. That was almost a fumble. He almost knocked that ball out before the forward promotion of Reagan Jones. Menchus able to get into the backfield in a hurry, and now it's third down. Boy, he was back there quick. They're going to roll it an incomplete pass. That was close to a fumble. That's a missed assignment by the right tackle, Brendan McClure. Here we go, third down once again for Missouri Western. They're one for one on third down tonight. Two receivers left, one right. McCoy the running back behind the quarterback, Jones in the pistol. Four down lineman for the Tigers, trying to get the Griffins off the field. Jones dropping back, has time, throws it deep downfield, and it's going to be incomplete. Trying to go to Travion James, who had a step on Travion Mitchell, the Mays South product who missed last week's game with a hamstring injury. But the Tigers get the stop. And we'll get the football back. Yeah, Tigers twice on that drive. Pretty fortunate that that ball didn't get completed over the top. And what's really bizarre about it is that Jones overthrew his receivers twice into the wind. So I don't know, maybe the wind isn't quite as strong as you get below stadium level. 
So the Griffins are going to punt. Their punter is Evan Williams. He's a transfer from Lindenwood. He played rugby at Lindenwood, and he gets a boomer into that win. Schramer backpedals and calls for a fair catch at the 27-yard line. So that is a 41-yard punt with no return. And Forday State with 8.02 to go in the first quarter will get the football back at their own 28-yard line, trailing Missouri Western 7 to nothing. Griffin scoring on their opening possession after Forday State actually had a third down stop that got called for a late hit on the quarterback. Our first quarter tonight is brought to you by Bud Light for the fans. Enjoy an ice-cold Bud Light today and drink responsibly. It has its rewards. Make the pledge and be a responsible fan. Second offensive possession for Jack Dawson. They're going to run an in around to Calvin Stapp. There's a flag as Stapp gets across the 30 and up to the 32 and another penalty for Fort A. State, who traditionally one of the fewest penalized teams under Chris Brown of the MIAA. Dominic Chapa, the tackle, but Fort A. State's had Holding. some crucial ones already. So Pat Kelly. 10-yard penalty at the previous spot. Repeat, first down. Yeah, Fort A. State, and a week ago it was glaring when they had positive plays on first down. They had success when they put themselves in a hole. It was a struggle, and they get a holding penalty here, moves it back to the 18-yard line. Well, now the Tigers are going to have to unleash Jack Dawson here at some point. It just can't keep being short little plays the entire time. You feel like you're going to have to let him take a few chances because right now Missouri Western is playing with no threat of a passing game. Sophomore from Arlington, Texas. That's the same high school that the center Santa Tuli Teahema played at. They were teammates there. Dawson to throw. A little swing pass to Soto. Has it in the left flat 20. Tries to break a tackle. Breaks 125. Still on his feet. Up near the 26-yard line. He'll get about six on a little swing pass out of the right flat. Dominic Chapa in on that tackle. A senior out of Denver by way of Allen Hancock College in California. It'll bring up second down in about 12 for Fort A. State. Yeah, it's an eight-yard gain, but it's a two-yard net loss because of the 10-yard penalty. You're at second down and two if you're not getting yourself the penalty on first down. Pat Kelly's talking to the official. I don't think he agreed with that holding penalty. He's still asking the official who threw the flag, the center judge on the play, Travis Job. Second down, 12 for the Tigers from their own 26. Little counter play, and it's going to go to Dawson. Brown, the second, the transfer from Alabama, Birmingham, and that play blows up back of the 22-yard line, a loss of four as Rabnell and Tylen Wallace, the backup defensive lineman, in on that stop for the Griffins, and now it's third down and about 17 for the Tigers. Tigers have tried to go wide two of the three plays. They've got a holding penalty and a play for negative four yards. So they're back to the 22, trailing 7-0 with 6.21 to go here in the first quarter. Jack Dawson takes the snap, straight drop back, throws, he's got a man open, it's Stapp at the 30, makes a man miss to the 35, he's going to be just short of the first down. He could not break Dominic Chapa's tackle, he eluded one at the 30, got out to the 36-yard line, picks up 14, but that negative play put the Tigers in a hurt, and now they face fourth and two. Yeah, down seven, your side of the field at the 36-yard line, just not the time to take this chance. So Fort A State's going to bring in their punter, Ethan Sasson, for the second time tonight. He had a 42-yard punt his first time. Kobe Cummings back to return the kick this time for Missouri Western. He's a starting strong safety. And a wobbly kick is going to be fair caught at the 25-yard line. So it's a 40-yard punt without a return. 
And Missouri Western will get it for the third time at their own 25-yard line, leading the Tigers 7-0. They scored on a 46-yard touchdown run by Brandon Hall on their first possession of the game after Fort A. State had an apparent three and out, but Miles Benjes was called for a late hit on the quarterback. The defense outside of those three plays following that particular penalty have been pretty good. And how long can they hold on yeah, without with, the offense without doing much? Devin White tonight, he's out with a hamstring injury. John Johnson out for a few games with a foot injury that he suffered a week ago. Three receivers to the left. Now one of them is going to come in motion. That's Travion James at the near side. Hall gets the carry, and Hall gets hit and dropped for a short gain of maybe a yard possibly two out to the 27. Fort A. State got some pretty good pursuit on that play, and it was tackle made by Gavin Hazelhorse. Yeah, and, and he did that with an offensive lineman holding his shoulder pad out of the uh, out of his jersey. One of his teammates, the Tiger teammates, puts it back in. Hazelhorse was getting held back. I, I, I think know. that's the clear definition when you're holding the jersey when the dude's trying to run after your running back. Second down at eight for their own 27 for the Griffins. Pistol formation, haul the running back behind the quarterback, Reagan Jones out of Wichita Northwest. They're going to hand it off to Hall. Little stutter step, and Miles Benjus tracks him down from behind to save a first down, but he juts out across the 30 to the 33-yard line and picks up six. So to bring up a third down and short for the Griffins, who lead 7 and nothing as we're inside five minutes here in the first quarter. Hall is such a patient running back. Now they'll bring in Jared Scott, a 5'11", 224-pound junior running back out of St. Louis. University High School had one carry for 27 yards a week ago. Third down and two. The Griffins one for two on third down tonight. Two receivers right. And now Burton comes in motion. They hand it off to Scott. Big hole. He's at midfield. Cuts to the outside 40. He's at the 30. Up the near sideline 20. And Mikhail Williams pushes him out of bounds inside the 10 to save a touchdown. A huge gaping hole. And the second big play for the Griffins all the way down to the Fort Hay State 8-yard line. That is a 65-yard run. And everybody clogged the middle. Not a single person went and stayed on the outside for any sort of containment. Well, that's the key against a team like this. You have to keep your lanes, and the Tigers didn't. So they're down 7 nothing, and now the Griffins have it inside the 10-yard line trying to grab a two-score lead. Hand off to Hall. Cuts to his left. He's near the goal line. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Griffins. Their second of the night, and they lead 13 to nothing with 3.57 to go in the first quarter. Well, Fort Hay State is going to have to regroup on this sideline real quick, or this is going to get out of hand by halftime because Fort Hay State has not crossed the 50. In fact, they haven't crossed the 40 on offense yet on their own side of the field, and Missouri Western has scored on two of their three drives and a majority of it on the ground. Yep, two big plays. The quarterback hasn't had to be accurate through the air because he doesn't have to throw anymore. Extra point is through the uprights. And Missouri Western has a 14 to nothing lead with 3.57 to go here in quarter number two. That was a four play, 75 yard drive, and 65 of them on the run from Jared Scott. Took a minute 54 off the clock, and the Griffins have a 14-0 lead after the 8-yard run for Brandon Hall, his second rushing touchdown of the game. 
And your team will look like champions with apparel from Redeem Designs on Vine and Hayes. Whether it's on the field or in the office, let the Redeem team help with screen printing, embroidery, and graphic design. Redeem Designs, 2204 Vine in Hayes. Great design delivered. Defense is going to have to uh, regroup a little bit here on the sideline, but the offense has got to put together some sort of drive. Right now, the Tiger offense has got nine plays for 34 yards to their credit. Missouri Western, 15 plays, 161, 132 of those on the ground. Let's go ahead quickly squeeze in 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Fort A. State Football. Cody Watson does the place kicking. Preston Gregg does the kickoff, and he'll kick a high end-over-end kick. That'll be taken by Schramer at the 11. That's in the middle of the field, 15-20. First of the 25, he's across the 30, and a flag comes in at the end of the play at the 35-yard line. There's going to be another holding on the Tigers. If so, that will be a, yep, it'll be another special teams penalty. Javarius McGuinn. Four-day State's got to figure these penalties out. I mean, again, they've been one of the least penalized teams in the conference for about a decade but this year has been a nightmare. This will be the fourth penalty for 45 yards. And again, that was a return out to the... During the turn, illegal block in the back, number 42, receiving team. 10-yard pin of the spot of the foul. First down. Alden Nettler, the Dodge City product. This is a league, and, and, and everybody knows this. I'm not about to say something profound here, but there is zero room for error in this league when you're trying to compete at the very top. And for five quarters now, not quite full five quarters, Fort Hay State has made all the little mistakes that take you right out of games. And that was near the end of the run. First and ten, Tigers back of their own 21-yard line, trailing 14 to nothing. Jack Dawson getting a start at quarterback, hands it off to Soto. Soto up the middle, gets it to about the 24, and then runs into Brecken Manis who was in there to grab him, and good job by Soto to hold on to the ball. Manis tried to tug on it. They'll give him progress to the 24, so it's a gain of three, and bring up second down and seven for the Tigers, trailing 14 to nothing, getting to be danger zone, still with three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. Two receivers near one far, Dawson throws. It's caught by Butkey, and the tight end has it right at the 29-yard line for a five-yard gain. He was decked immediately by... Kobe Cummings, and now it's third down and two, and needless to say, a large third down. Fort A. State's one for three so far tonight. Well, I don't know what the conversation is between Craig Helsler, the lead official, and right tackle Christopher Strotter. But Christopher Strotter is throwing his arms up in the air right beside Helsler. I, I don't know what the conversation is, but it wasn't pleasant. Third down and two for the Tigers. They're down 14 to nothing late in the first quarter. Dawson, a high snap, hands it off to Soto up the middle. I don't know. It's going to be close. He breaks out of it. He's got the first down on second effort. He was stacked up near the line to gain, but then broke out of the tackle. Dakari Streeter finally brings him down, but Adrian Soto with second and third effort brings it out to the 33 on a four-yard gain, and it's a first down. I don't know how much of that was second effort, how much that is 6'7", 385-pound Christopher Strotter grabbing the shoulder pads of his running back and dragging him forward three yards. Two receivers to the near side, one to the far, and now we get a whistle and a flag right at the snap. And it's going to be on four-day state. Five penalties for 50 yards in the first quarter is not over. 72, offense, five-yard penalty, first down. And Ted two Hesse. of those penalties are on first down. Yeah, now it's first and 15. 
Back at the 28. Not helping the rookie quarterback, redshirt sophomore Jack Dawson. If you just joined us, Dawson getting the start. Chance Fuller not suited up tonight. He's got a brace on his right knee. He was banged up, sacked five times a week ago against Northwest Missouri State. Tigers have a couple of out on the defensive side of the ball as well. Now it's first and 15 from their own 28. Dawson, a crossing pattern, and Ramsey fearless across the middle, and we get a two flags on the Griffins, it looks like, after the catch by Ramsey at the 37. What a catch by Manny. Is it face mask? Is it targeting? This is a big call. Remember, if it's targeting, First they can... foul, foul. Face mask. Number 18. Defense. 15-yard penalty in the play. Automatic. So it's on Cameron Langford, Austin, Texas sophomore. So that ends up moving it all the way out to the 48 of Missouri Western. So a completion of about eight yards and then the 15-yard penalty. And... Four-day state for the first time today inside Missouri Western Territory. But Manny Ramsey's fearless. We talked to him this week, and he said he kind of learned that And it, since he's been a Tiger, now a six-year senior. Handoff Soto bounces out to the right, now cuts up the middle at the 45 and down to the 43. Patient run goes for about five yards on first down for Adrian Soto. Brought down by C.J. Rabnell, the defensive end. Tiger's first big play on first down of more than four yards, but it's also because there's a little threat there now with the quarterback throwing the ball, and sometimes it's a spark. And Manny Ramsey going up and oh, maybe showing these rest of the offense, hey, this game's not over. Let's go get this thing. Minute seven and counting here in the first. 14-0 Griffins. Tigers, though, inside Western Territory. Here's Soto up the middle, breaks a tackle, 30, 25, 20, foot race, 15, angles 10 to the five. He's down at the three. It'll be a first and goal for Fort Hayes State on the 40-yard run by Manny Ramsey. D.J. Sturgis makes a touchdown, saving tackle. It'll be a first and goal as the Tigers move inside the farm implement and supply red zone. Adrian Soto with the run up the middle. And they say Ram yeah, yeah, Adrian, Soto, but, but Adrian Soto uh, with, with the run, and it looked like a horse collar right, right at the end, too. But yeah, it was Soto. What a, what a burst of speed. Apologies on that one, but it's a first and goal down to the three-yard line. Tigers trying to get on the board. There's a quick pass by the quarterback, and it's a touchdown as Soto catches it from Dawson. The first career touchdown pass for Jack Dawson, and he went back to Soto, who nearly scored on the run, and the Tigers are on the board with 22 seconds to go in the first quarter. The big response of the game so far, and it's really the first thing that the Fort Hay State crowd, which has grown in size since kickoff, has had an opportunity to cheer about. That student section finally got to be loud. They're filled all the way up top here at Louisville Stadium and taking up three full sections. Well, it was a late tailgate today because of a weeknight. There's the extra point, and it's good from Manny Aguiar, and the Tigers are on the board. It's 14-7 now with 32 or 22 seconds to go in the first quarter and boy what a big time run and you kind of touched on it the catch by Manny Ramsey may have been the spark plug for Fort A State the pass prior to that to Butke also helped set it up because now you're starting to get a little bit of that balance coach Chris Brown said this week he'd like to be about 60 percent run 
40% pass. You're starting to get a little bit of that rhythm going, a little bit of that balance. You're catching the defense off guard, and all of a sudden you break past that line because Missouri West is still playing run. A big pull by Christopher Strotter from the right tackle. He blows out that defensive tackle in the middle and was able to get that big hole. So Soto, the 40-yard run, and then catches the three-yard touchdown pass from Jack Dawson. First career TD pass for the Lamar High School product in Arlington. Let's go downstairs real quick. Sean Boston with a sideline update brought to you by Petzlana Landscaping. Yeah, Gerard, uh, you know, the guys out here on the sideline all jacked up right now, and, and rightfully so. And the first person to congratulate Jack Dawson with that touchdown pass is a former teammate and Chance Fuller. Not surprised at all. There's a kickoff from Parker Jackie, line drive, and it's going to land about five yards deep into the end zone. And Missouri Western will start their fourth possession at the 25. They've started the 25, the 12, the 25, and again the 25. And Fort A State minus a couple of big plays. Defensively has done a good job, but those big plays have led to two touchdowns. And they trail 14 to 7, but 22 seconds left in the first quarter. The Tigers back in the ballgame. Those two plays account for 105 yards of the 161 that Missouri Western has total. So Jones will have two backs in the backfield. Hall behind him. Two receivers, one near, one far. Four down linemen for Fort A. State. There's the snap. Handoff to Hall. Bounces to the outside. Breaks out of a tackle. And Hunter Brown has to hold on for dear life. But it's going to be a 12-yard gain. Boy, what a patient run by Brandon Hall. And it's a first down for the Griffins. That could have been a tackle for loss. Miles just played sound football. He went after the quarterback. He's the defensive end. That's what he's supposed to do. But Jones handed it off as he's supposed to by reading the defensive end. Just nobody there to take the running back. That'll be the end of the first quarter. Fort A State trails at 14 to 7. We're back in one minute. This is the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Halftime. Feel like they're breathing some life. Both teams 16 plays in the first quarter. Griffins 173, Tigers 103. Griffins 144 on the ground, Tigers 62. Griffins had the ball for 603. The Tigers actually had it for eight minutes and 57 seconds, and they trail it by a touchdown. Our second quarter brought to you by Cutwater. Bar quality cocktails ready to drink on game day. Enjoy a Cutwater canned cocktail today, and remember to always drink responsibly. Well, one of the reasons the Tigers had the ball for so long is because they had to keep running offensive plays because of penalties. And so when you're running extra plays, you get to hold on to that ball a little longer. Griffins will have it at their own 37-yard line after that first down play. So they're up to their own 37, now moving from right to left, trying to go from the south end zone to the north end zone. First play of the second quarter. Jones in the backfield. He's going to hand it off to Bennett, who's hit in the backfield, breaks the initial tackle, but there's a wall of Tigers in there to help finish him off. And leading that way is Judson Wiltfong. He got hit in the backfield initially, but then there were three or four Tigers waiting on him, and Wiltfong brings him back at the 36 for a loss of one. This is the first time that Missouri Western has gone backwards on first down. Can the Tigers take advantage of it? Second down and 11 now for their own 36. Griffins had a 14-0 lead. Tigers just got a score, and now they'll go with a 3-3 stack defense. Pistol formation for the quarterback, Jones, and Titus McCoy, the Indianapolis product, 
Transfer from Indiana State in the backfield. He'll get the call to the right. Tigers clog up the hole. Short gain of about two out across the 37 to about the 38-yard line. That Tiger defensive line did a good job. And, well, you can take your pick. There were three or four of them there. McCall Williams may have been the lead guy coming up for the linebacker spot. Either way, it's a third down and nine for the Griffins now from their own 38. Yeah, the guy who will not get credit for the tackle is Colin Crispin Gorley because he didn't make it, but he piled up three Griffins at the line of scrimmage. Used a little cut block on the defensive side just to create a pile so that nobody could get to the linebacker. Octavius Bowie now in at the interior defensive lineman for this third down and nine. Jones back to throw from the pocket. He's going to go deep downfield. It's going to be caught, but I think out of bounds. Incomplete pass. It's out of bounds. Tigers had pretty good coverage over on that far side. It was intended for Amir Spivy. The uh, Boonville, Mississippi product who did not have a catch a week ago, and the Griffins are going to have to punt the football, it appears. So they're waiting for a replay to see if they may want to challenge this or not. Yeah, he, was, he was well out of bounds. And they are not going to. Here comes the punt team. Well, the Tigers get a stop. They gave up the big 12-yard run. How for big, the first down, but then they force a punt. How big was that quarter break? That, oh, that, that came at maybe the perfect time after that run. So as bad as it has felt at times, Fort A. State a chance now with the ball to tie the game up. And again, the punter is Evan Williams. He's out of Wales. Play game. Offense. Five-yard penalty. Fourth down. Wasted so much time waiting yeah. to see if they were going to challenge. And I think probably also in Western's mind is – on that challenge, what kind of camera angle well, will you have from clear across the field? That's a big deal, and you're probably not going to get an end zone view on the video board. And that's the thing for replay, there's only two cameras, an end zone shot and a press box shot. That would have been a hard one to get a good angle. So the former rugby star from Lindenwood, Tigers go after it, and what a booming kick. All the way back to the 25, but then it lands on the sideline and goes out of bounds, so the punt ends up going out of bounds. It's a 43-yarder with no return, and Forte State's going to have the football back with a chance to tie here as they trail the Griffins 14-7, early fourth quarter, 13-25 to go. Well, now the offense, who's got a little rhythm, got a little threat to them, Tigers on every first down so far have run the football. Is this the time for a play-action pass? Pistol formation. Soto's been the only running back so far in the ballgame. Two wide receivers set. Ramsey to the near side. He had a big catch across the middle earlier on the scoring drive. And now Fort Hay State's going to have to burn a timeout. The play clock was down to seven. Timeout. Fort Hay State. Second charge of the half. Tiger football brought to you by Golden Belt Bank. Your story has a, your, your life has a story, and Golden Belt Bank wants to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. 14-7 Griffins. They scored on a 46-yard touchdown run by Brandon Hall. Hall had an eight-yard run that came after a big 65-yard run from Jared Scott on third and short that got him inside the 10, but Fort A. State answered on their last possession with 79 yards and seven plays, a big catch by Manny Ramsey, then a big 40-yard run by Adrian Soto, and then Soto caught a three-yard pass from Jack Dawson, his first career touchdown pass as a Tiger. Probably worth mentioning is the first points that Missouri Western has given up this year. <laughs> yeah, they had outscored their opponents, what, 48 to nothing to start the season. 49 to nothing yeah. to start the season. 
Chris Brown has the attention yeah, of there. three officials on the near side. Craig Helzer is there. Beside Judge Sean Norman is there. This may be a question about how many timeouts he has left. Right. Fort Hayes took a timeout, but they challenged. Therefore, they have two timeouts remaining. That's what the yeah. Okay, that's what that discussion was. Yeah, because they took a timeout to make a challenge, won that challenge, so that didn't get charged. So, Fort Hayes State calls the timeout. Now they've got it first and 10 at their own 26, down 14-7. Pistol formation, handoff Soto, tries to stretch it to the left, now cuts back up the Adrian middle Soto and has to struggle to get back to the line of scrimmage. Boy, maybe a yard, not a lot of running room. We mentioned that Missouri Western defensive line. It was Isaac Wallace coming in from the linebacker spot and also help from Tylen Wallace. They're not related, but the two Wallaces teeing up there. and. We're going to give him progress to the 28, so he actually picks up two hard yards on a play that looked like it was going to go for nothing. Ramsey wide receiver right. Stapp wide receiver left. Hand off to Soto up the middle, breaks to a crease across the 35 and close to a first down near the 36. He's right at the 36, which would be a first down. And it is indeed a first down for the Tigers on a nice run up the middle of eight yards for Soto brought down by the linebacker, Isaac Wallace. Did poke fun a little bit about the time of possession earlier, but it's a battle that the Tigers are winning right now. And they just got off the field fairly quickly on the defensive side. This is an opportunity for Fort Hay State to Stack out that time of possession in their favor a little Starting more. Starting to establish a bit of a running game right now. That was a hard run, two in a row by Soto. First one he got two, that one eight in the first down. Now he'll line up to the left of Dawson, gives him the ball. Soto up the middle, lowers the shoulder out across the 40 and lunges forward to the 41-yard line. That's a five-yard gain on first down for Fort Hayes State. So a good run there by the Tiger running back. Tackle made by a... Someone, oh, no, someone is wearing 56 for Missouri Western, and they don't have one on the roster. C.J. Ravenel changed jersey numbers earlier, but that was not him. Second down five for the Tigers. Pistol formation, handoff Soto up the middle, across the 45, near the first down marker. He's right at the 46. We'll see where they, yep, they're going to give him another first down. Dakota Streeter, the tackle for the Griffins. What good, strong running. Five yards at a clip right now for Adrian Soto. And he'll get a much-deserved break. 11 carries, 83 yards. He's also got two receptions for 11 yards, and he'll take his first break of the game. That might be Ravnell. We were told he's going to wear 46. I think he's wearing 56. That's C.J. Ravnell who did make that tackle. So he's actually wearing a number different than what we were told he was going to. First and 10 Tigers. Jaquan Tillerson for the first time. He's going to get the carry. Stumbles. Stays on his feet. Gets across the 50 and stumbles his way forward to the Griffin 48. And he held on to that ball with two hands. And he gets six yards on first down. C.J. Bufkin, a backup nickel linebacker out of Chicago on that tackle. Well, this, this Tiger offensive coaching staff is letting the offensive line eat here a little bit. They're realizing that they have found an advantage. Something in the way that their run blocking right now is working. Tigers were down 14 to nothing. It's now 14-7, and they've driven down to the Griffin 48-yard line with 10-25 and counting here in the second quarter. 
Tillis the running back behind Dawson in the pistol. Slaps his hands, gives it to Tillis, cuts up the middle, breaks a tackle. He's close to the first down. He's inside the 45, lunges to the 44, and that should be enough for the first down. It will be. First down, Tigers. Dominic Choppa, the tackle for the Griffins, and it's about five yards of chop right now on first down for the Tigers. I'm telling you, those two pass plays have made a big difference to Budke and to Soto because in the back of Missouri Western's mind is a play-action pass, and those linebackers are not coming downhill to plug the gap like they were in the first quarter. Tigers third first down of this possession. This will be play number seven. They're down to the Griffin 44, down seven with 9.43 to go until halftime. Pistol for Dawson. High snap. Hands it off to Tillis. Up the middle and gets stuffed. That'll be a gain of about two. They're going to give him progress to the 42-yard line, then driven backwards by C.J. Rabnell. Now, Rabnell is wearing 45. We'll have to figure out who 56 was. But anyway, a two-yard gain, second down and eight. That's an option play right. So the quarterback, Jack Dawson, has the ability to pull. He knows because he was jumping on the sideline that he should have pulled that one and went because he read the defensive end, made the right play. It was the outside linebacker that came charging in to make the stop. In due time for the redshirt sophomore. Second down and eight. They're going to run a swing pass to Tillis. Catches it here in the near flat, and he's going to be brought down for a loss. Griffins defended that well. Isaac Wallace, the linebacker, read it perfectly and made a great open field tackle back of the 44-yard line. One of the few, in fact, the only negative play on this drive so far. It brings up third down and ten. Tigers are two for four on third down tonight. They need to get it to the 34-yard line of Missouri Western, trailing 14 to seven with 8:35 to go here in the second. As a double option, one right, one left. He just way, he just went way too fast with his option read. First third down play of this drive. Dawson to throw, being flushed from the pocket. The quarterback runs to the 40, gets stood up and driven backwards at the 40-yard line. Had a bit of a crease, and then that crease was eliminated by Isaac Wallace. That'll be a four-yard gain, and now it's fourth down from the Griffin 40, and we'll see what the Tigers opt to do here. They're staying on the field. They're going to go for it on fourth down, it appears. Well, if you punt, you give up about 20 yards of field position here. You're kicking a field goal into the wind. It'd be a long one. Or does the quarterback punt the ball here? I'm not sure if Dawson can do that or not. We haven't really seen him much. Fourth down and six from the Griffin 40. Tigers are going to go for it. Dawson to throw. It's going to be in and out of the hands of Stapp. He had a first down. He was able to break away from Dominic Choppa. Oh, man, if Calvin Stapp holds onto it, the Tigers are marching on the door. Instead, it goes in and out of his hands and incomplete. And Fort A. State... Gives it up on down to the Griffins. Media timeout. 7.43 to go here in the second. Tigers trail the Griffins 14-7 on the Tigers Sports Network, built by PwC. Well, the Griffins get a fourth down stop, and they will take over at the their 40-yard line. Tigers down 14-7. They just got to stop to get the ball back, and now it's going to be a keeper by the quarterback, Jones. He's got a man wide open over here in the near flat, caught by Cooper Burton, and he's inside the Tiger 45 and out of bounds at the 40. We're going to mark him all the way down to the 30, 41-yard line. Yeah, yeah, they were moving the ball. The official was out at the 41. So it's a 19-yard completion. Then they were going to mark the ball at the 31, but it's the 41-yard line. But either way, big play there. And the Griffins inside Fort A. State territory leading 14-7. 7 14 to go here in the first half. They're going to send their tight end Tyson Gray in motion. He'll line up on the left. 
right by the other tight end, Grandy. It's going to be a keeper by Jones. Really first run, and he is brought down. Good open field tackle by Fort A. State's Mason Perez. He had him by the ankle and held on for dear life until he got a little bit of help. If he doesn't make that stop, it's a big gain. Instead, it goes for five, about four. We'll call it second and six at the 37-yard line. Now starting to see the versatility yep. of Reagan Jones. Really the first time that was a, a quarterback lined up and ran. Two receivers left. Tight end Gray in motion from right to left. Tigers moving up front. Handoff goes up the middle. That is Jared Scott with that big 65-yard run of the first quarter. This one goes for about four. It'll bring up third down and short at the 32-yard line. Brought down by Jason Wallace for Fort A. State. Missouri Western two for four on third down so far, but I'm guessing this is four-down territory. Probably right. Down to the Tiger 34. They face third down and three. Six minutes to go here in the second quarter. Griffins, who beat Central Oklahoma 35 to nothing a week ago, leading Fort A. State 14 to seven. Two receivers near. It's Burton and James. Pistol formation. Scott the running back behind Jones. Gets the handoff up the middle. First down and more. Inside the 30. Keeps those legs a churning. And all the way down to the 27-yard line. That'll move the chains on a seven-yard gain on third down. Alden Nettler getting some time at linebacker in on that four-day state stop. He's in there for Lake Heimerman. All of the Missouri Western third downs tonight have been under double-digit attempts on there's a quick hitter and a keeper by the quarterback Jones. He stretches it across the left side. He's inside the 20 and down to the 19 near the 18 yard line. They're going to give him a first down to the 18. David Artiago, the tackle for the Tigers, but that's a first down for Missouri Western. Fourth time that Missouri Western has got a first down on first down. The Tigers' biggest gain on first down, net yards, is five. Second quarter brought to you by Cutwater. Bar-quality cocktails ready to drink on game day. Enjoy a Cutwater canned cocktail today, and remember to always drink responsibly. First and 10 Griffiths down to the Tiger 18-yard line. They're leading 14-7. to We're inside five minutes to go until halftime. Two receivers split to the left, to the right. One here to the left is Burton, keeper by Jones, and the quarterback taken down from behind by Miles Menges, but not before he gets it inside the 15 down to about the 13-yard line on a five-yard gain. That was a designed run all the way. Really the first time they've opened up Jones to let him run the football. Yeah, that was Noah Price, the center. He got a huge block going up the middle and just drove open that, that opportunity for the quarterback to run. Second down, five, well, we'll say six for the Griffins, down to the Tiger nine-yard line. Now they're at the 14-yard line. The scoreboard says the nine. First home game for a lot of folks. Ball at the 14 for Missouri Western. Two wide receivers split to the right. Hall back in at running back. Tigers send a delayed blitz, chasing Jones. He throws it to the end zone. It's going to be... Incomplete, nearly caught near the front pylon, but bobbled out of bounds by Travion James. It'll bring up a third down. Coverage by Mason Perez. A lot of jostling at that front pylon, but it's also one of those things that has kind of become the standard in the MIAA over the last four or five years, that if one's pushing on the other, they allow that pushback without throwing a flag in the secondary. Third down and six. The Griffins at the Tiger 14-yard line. Fort Hay State trailing by a touchdown with 3.51 to go here in the second quarter. Three receivers now lined up to the right. 
And Hall, the running back, lines up to the left of the quarterback, Jones. Jones dropping back to pass. Has time now being flushed to his right. He can run if he wants. Now being chased, he angles near the first down marker, and he has that first down. It was Hunter Brown who forced him out of bounds, but not before running to the eight-yard line and picks up the first down. We're going to mark him at the seven. The Tigers, when they rush four and four only, just are not getting pressure on Reagan Jones. He had all day. It was good coverage in the secondary, but it's only when they bring that outside blitz do they really get there. Evan Darville back into the ball game on the defensive line. First and goal for the Griffins. James and Burton, wide receivers here to the near side. Now both tight ends, Grandy and Gray, will go in motion and line up on the right side of the formation. Snap back to Jones, hands it off to Hall, tries to creep his way inside the left si- right side and gets it down near the five. They're going to say he hit at the six. So only a one-yard gain. It'll bring up second and goal from the six-yard line for Missouri Western. Kevin Darville, the tackle for Fort A. State. Inside three minutes to go here in the first half, in the second quarter. You know, this is what Missouri Western's, you know, double threat running is yep. able to do is keep that clock going. Fort A. State was doing that, and they dropped a pass on fourth down, which would have been a first down. And now the Griffins knocking on the door, trying to reestablish a two-touchdown lead. Here's Scott again, and... Jared Scott just bounces out to the left, had a gaping hole, and he scores on a six-yard touchdown run. And Forday State fails to make a completion on fourth down, and the Griffins answer with a touchdown. They're back up 20-7. to Very impressive drive by Missouri Western. They were not driven backwards much in that series and really didn't have much of a threat to not make the end zone. Jared Scott gets his first touchdown. He had that big run, which set up their second touchdown. Now Cody Watson, the UConn, Oklahoma product, set to attempt the extra point, and it is good. 2.33 to go until halftime. Missouri Western back up by two scores. They lead the Tigers 21-7. We have a timeout of the field with 2.33 to go in the first half. You're listening to Fort A. State football on the Tigers Sports Network, built by PWC. Media. Barbecue for sponsoring the kick. Some other scores around the MIAA in the second quarter. Last we saw Emporia State was up 7-0 on Central Oklahoma. Central Missouri after one leading Washburn. It's now 17-6. And Kearney after one on top of Pitt State, 7-0. We'll try to get updates on those scores, but that's what we had at the end of the first quarter. Your scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPAs, certified public accountants and business advisors. They've got offices in Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. Back to a two-touchdown lead for the Griffins. They're up 21-7 with two and a half minutes to go until halftime. This is the Tigers' opportunity to get back-to-back possessions. Get points here, get points to start the second half, and you have a new ball game. Wind still blowing, but not as strong as it was at the start of the game. Line drive kick. This will not be returnable, and it just snuck inside that pylon and into the end zone. So Fort A. State's going to have to drive 75 yards. They'll start at their own 25-yard line, trailing by two touchdowns once again. They were down early 14 to nothing, got it to 14 to 7, and were driving, but could not complete a pass on fourth down. 
Went in and out of the hands of receiver Calvin Staff, and it would have been a first. And then the Griffins come back and go 60 yards in 10 plays, their longest drive as far as time consumed at five minutes and 10 seconds. Tigers are missing Trevor Watts tonight. That's the route that he typically would have run, that short out route, getting the ball in the hands of the speedster. Well, we might see some Marcellus Crutchfield, the Oklahoma transfer, but he has not found his way on the field yet this year. Dawson to throw, pump fake is going deep downfield, looking for Butkey. Butkey was jostling over here on the near sideline with C.J. Bifkin, and the pass goes over his head, an incomplete second down. Well, Butkey's um, complaint is that when he went for his secondary move, so he goes up, out, and then he's going to run a secondary up move, he gets jammed about 10 yards down the field on that secondary move. Oh, yeah, station break. We'll get it after this play. Three wide receivers to the left. Ramsey here to the right. Dawson to throw. Little screen pass caught by Soto. 25-30. Breaks a tackle. 35. First down out to the 40-yard line. It'll be a 15-yard pass completion. And a first down for the Tigers. Isaac Wallace, the tackle for the Griffins, will squeeze in 10 seconds for identification. This is Fort A. State football. There's Dawson across the middle, Ramsey's got a 30, 25, down inside the 20. It'll be a first down to the Missouri Western 18-yard line. Dawson across the middle, found Ramsey. And one of the Tigers at center, Senatuli Teahama comes up limping. DJ Sturgis saves the touchdown. They mark him at the 18. That's a 43-yard pass completion for a first down. What a beautiful ball. We'd seen that type of throw in the preseason camp from Jack Dawson, and it's one of the few that he got an opportunity to get some some air underneath. The big opportunity there was because, was because the Tigers ran an <laughs> underneath screen and Ramsey just on the post we just headed down the field, and Dawson with a good amount of air underneath of that one. Senatuli Teahama is down back of the 45. They're working on his... Looks like his right ankle, and you heard Craig Helzer, he had his microphone still on. Somebody must have said something, and Craig wasn't taking any of it. Tigers will be inside the Farm Implement and Supply red zone. Farm Implement and Supply in Plainville and Colby. They're your local New Holland dealer. Boy, Senatuli Teahama, he's been a good one. He's up under his own power and walking off and limping a lot less. That's a great sign. Look, I, I'm sure that Coach Chris Brown has a wealth of medical knowledge. But when he was the one that was kind of reaching around the knee area and kind of messing around, I felt <laughs> like felt pretty confident. I felt like that either it was on the extreme of the two sides. Again, that's no knock on Chris Brown right. and his medical knowledge. <laughs> but I rather have a head athletic trainer Nate Hepner checking me out. So the Tigers are down to the 18-yard line with a minute 55 to play. So they've got a chance right here as they move inside the farm up a minute supply red zone for the second time tonight. See if they can get a touchdown. A minute 45 left. They have two timeouts. Down 14-7, but they'll get the ball to start the third quarter. Ramsey near side along with Colin Kreitzer. Dawson to throw. Looking to the end zone. Going for Manny Ramsey. It's going to be short and incomplete. And Ramsey did a great job of coming back and knocking that away from a Griffin defender, or that may have been intercepted. That was yeah. Choppa in coverage, and a good job by Ramsey to break that one up. A little bit underthrown, second down. Ford Hayes crowd really wanting a pass interference because as, as Ramsey came back for that underthrown pass, gets his jersey pulled, and so he can't quite make the full comeback. And so the, uh, the uh, 
Fort Hayes faithful really wanting that yellow flag thrown. Kieran Butke both in there at tight ends. Kreitzer and Ramsey split here to the right side. Soto, the running back, gets the carry. Nope, it's a keeper by Dawson. Cuts around the left side. He's inside the 15. They get spun around and taken down at the 14-yard line. Gets about four on that run. That was a design run there before the quarterback, Dawson, who probably runs a little bit better than his predecessor, who's hurt tonight. Chance Fuller, Dakari Streeter, the tackle. They're going to mark him down at the 15-yard line, so he picks up three and a big third down right now. Third down and seven. For Fort A State, they're two for five on third down tonight. Soto in motion. The running back will line up over on the far left side. Timeout. Tigers call a timeout. Second charge. The play clock was at 14, so there was plenty of time, but there may have been some misalignment on that play. And realizing the importance of this possession, the Tigers burned their second timeout of the half. Well, Soto had to run from the near sideline all the way across the field to the far sideline. What is the best possible outcome of that play when one of your main threats is tired from the pre-game from the pre-snap lineup? And that wasn't motion. That wasn't a trying to get to see what the defense was doing. That was somebody lining up in the wrong spot. So Fort A State trying to answer the Griffin score. They're up 21-7. Again, they'll get the ball back to start quarter number three. So a chance with back-to-back possessions here for the Tigers. Boy, as much as you want points, you really want six. Oh, man, yes. Stapp and Kreitzer, wide receivers here to the right side. Ramsey to the left. Play action. Back to pass, Dawson across the middle into coverage. It is going to be battled for. Is it picked off? It is. Intercepted in the end zone. Interception for a touchback. Desmond Green. Missouri Western. 20-yard line. They now have 10 takeaways in the last four meetings with Fort A. State. Remember the game two years ago. Fort A. State had four interceptions, one in the end zone, one in the goal line, one at the three, one at the one. And this time they throw a pick in the end zone. And Missouri Western turns away the Tigers. And that's big because you don't even get three, and now the Griffins have it back with 48 seconds to go. That's the inexperience of Jack Dawson trying to fit it into a spot that just wasn't there. He had a wide open, wide receiver on the backside of that play in the flat. So the Tigers get nothing, and now the Griffins have it back with 48 seconds to go in all three timeouts. Three down linemen, three linebackers for the Tigers for this first down play. Two receivers split left. Hall the running back, Jones to throw, he's got time, now runs to his left, open field, throws late, he's got a man open, did he make the nope. catch? No, he bobbles it. Really feels receivers out of bounds, incomplete, second down. Craig Helzer letting us know exactly what happened, the pass intended for Sam Taylor, sophomore out of Nashville. He was open, but he couldn't keep the feet down incomplete. And Missouri Western's got the wind. I don't know how much of an advantage that does or does not play for them with their kicking game in tonight's contest, but maybe the thought of get into field goal range for your kicker. Ty Cooper there in coverage for four-day state to dislodge that football. Second down and 10. Griffins from their own 20. 39 seconds left in the quarter. Now both tight ends, Grandy and Gray, Lined up on the right, now shift and line up on the left side of the formation. Pistol for Jones, hand off to Hall, stretches it near side. Tigers try to pursue, and they bring him down two yards deep in the end zone, and there's a flag on the play to boot. 
Tigers get a tackle for loss. They did a good job of continuing to pursue and stretch Hall further and further to the sideline and finally bring it back two yards deep in the backfield. Holding. Number six. Off its. Ten yard pin the spot of the foul. Repeat the down. That's running Please back. Set the game clock to 31 seconds. 31 seconds in the game clock. Running back Jared Thank Scott. You. So that'll move the ball back to the 10 where it'll be second down and 20 with 31 seconds to go. And now if you're Missouri Western, you just throw in the towel here and go to the locker room. You're up 21-7 and got a big pick in the end zone. Forte State had a chance to cut it to seven. Throw an interception in the end zone. Now the Griffins have it second and 20. Clock rolling with 14 seconds to go, so it looks like they're in no hurry at all. Jones watches the play clock down to two, down to one, takes the snap, hands it off to Hall. Hall bounces out to the right. He's across the 15 and up to about the 16-yard line, and that will be the final play of the first half. Tigers fell behind early 14 to nothing. They trail by those 14 points. Griffins 21, Fort A. State 14 here at halftime at Lewis Field. We will take a break. Our Mega Maze Halftime Show It's next on the Tiger Sports Network built by PWC. Wow. Our third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice cold Michelob Ultra today. And a reminder to please drink responsibly. So Fort A State's going to get the football here. Alex Schramer back deep along with Jaquan Tillis, who got a little bit of time in the backfield on that last possession. But really, it's been all Adrian Soto at a big first half. High kick into the breeze. It's going to be a short kick. Schramer runs under it and stops at the 17. Now runs to the 20. Almost stopped like he called for a fair catch. Well, that's what Missouri the Western said. The, the receiver signal for a fair okay. catch. The ball be placed at the 25-yard line. What? First down. I thought, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, you know, you hear Missouri Western saying he can't run. Well, Schramer didn't. He waited for the whistle. And the whistle never blew, so then he kept going. And now he's talking to the officials saying, hey, I waved for the fair and catch. And no blew, the, blew and, the whistle. And, that you know, now you're starting to endanger players. Yeah. There's been some yeah. There's been some suspect things tonight with, uh, with results to the first uh, start of the game and, and now here in the third quarter. Now we're going to have a discussion. Game clock operator. Please reset the game clock yep. to 15 minutes. Good catch. 15 on the game clock. It was a fair catch, so no time comes off. Clear. Well, Craig Helzer's not turned his mic off. He's, but we've heard him yell a few times tonight. <laughs> We're clear, apparently. Here we go. First and ten. Tigers working from north to south here. Handoff Soto. Not a lot of running room. Gets hit. Breaks through that initial contact and lunges forward for about three to the 28-yard line, so Fort A. State looking at second down and seven. C.J. Rabnell in on that tackle. He's another good one. Two-time All-MIAA. Honorable mention in 19. He was a third-team pick last year. Second down, seven. Tigers from the 28-yard line. Their first possession here of quarter number three. Dawson to throw. Screen pass for Dawson. Breaks a tackle. He's got a first down. Dawson Brown the second. The UAB transfer on a screen pass showed his speed. 
First shot across the 40 and up to the 41-yard line, a 13-yard gain. Anthony Villanueva, who had three tackles a week ago, has his first tonight. And the Tigers use a couple of tight ends to get out there and create the block. I believe that was Cale Cormany that was out yeah. on the block on the cornerback that was able to make that play so successful. Remember Cormany, he came in and took that snap under center on fourth down in Maryville a week ago. In motion near side is Stapp. It's a handoff up the middle to Soto. Not a lot of room, but positive yardage. Then he gets strung around and flipped to the turf. Got up to about the 43-yard line. Ravenel again on that tackle. Short gain of two, second down at eight. Play, call has, play calling has been really difficult for the Tigers on a, after first down because every second down is long tonight. That is the 10th time out of 15 plays the Tigers have gained three or less yards on first down. Tigers down 21 to seven, opening stages of the third quarter. Tigers threw a pick in the end zone right before halftime. They're down 21-7. They've got Kreitzer, wide receiver near side. He has not caught a pass yet today. Ramsey to the far, that's the right. Soto in the backfield, Adrian gets the carry, stretches it left side, he's hit and dropped by Ravnell. The outstanding defensive end read that one all the way. No gain, and now it's third down and 10. Ravnell on the stop. Going to give him progress to the 43, so it's third and eight. Adrian probably could have kept stringing that play out. He's so good at yeah. finding that cutback lane. Missouri Western just didn't let him have one. Doesn't need much, and we saw him bust one earlier for 40, setting up his touchdown catch. Third down and eight. Fort Hayes State two for six tonight on third downs. Pistol formation for Dawson. Play action. He's going to throw deep. Looking up the far sideline. It's going to be incomplete. Great one-on-one -on -one coverage on the pass intended for Manny Ramsey. Yeah, it was Kobe Cummings over there with great coverage, and the pass goes incomplete, and the Tigers have got a first down. Will now have to punt. That's a really low percentage opportunity at a completion because there is no separation between cornerback and wide receiver, and so you're just trying to place that out far enough that your wide receiver can get fingertips on it. That's a big turnaway by Missouri Western to start this half. They lead by two touchdowns. They're going to get the ball back. It's fourth down and eight. Sausen to punt. He had a couple in the first half. Gets off a good kick end over end. It'll be fair caught at the 14-yard line. So that'll be a 43-yard punt by Ethan Sausen. And Missouri Western's going to have their First possession of the third quarter at their own 14-yard line, leading the Tigers 21-7. You know, it's, it's another case tonight so far of the Tigers just not being able to get out of their own way for the most part and, and take advantage of the moments. We keep talking about that, and so far status quo for the first two and a half minutes of this half. Going to call it the 15-yard line. First down and 10 for the Griffins. Reagan Jones, the former Wichita Northwest Grizzly. Lining up his team, he's the quarterback in the pistol. Hall behind him. Play action. And oh, it is a handoff to Hall. Tigers do a good job of stopping it initially. Hall broke off a tackle, but only gets about a yard, maybe two to the 16. Mikel Williams in on that tackle for Fort Hayes State. And that'll be a gain of two, second down and eight to the 17-yard line. Tigers also running in there at safety right now, uh, Sam Brandt. We call his yeah. name a lot on special teams. He's getting a chance at safety. They're without Devin White at cornerback, out with an injury. A couple guys went down in practice this week with hamstrings. Four receivers set, empty backfield for Jones on second and eight. Quick pass in the flat, 
is caught by tight end Cam Grandy and then dropped short of the first down about the 22, maybe the 23-yard line, brought down by Mikel Williams. It'll bring up third down and two for the Griffins at the 18. All right, Ken, the Tiger defense take advantage of a situation here. You get the ball back, you're going to get it in fairly good field position because Missouri Western has to punt into the wind. 23-yard line is the line of scrimmage. Third down and two. The Griffins four for six on third down in that first half. Two receivers bunched together just to the right of the formation. One-on-one -on -one coverage here to the near side. Now the Tigers will back off. The quarterback's going to keep it a run. He's got a first down across the 30. Jones to the 32-yard line. That was a design run all the way for Reagan Jones. Brought down by Travion Mitchell and also help from Cummings and Nathan Perez. But that's a first down for Missouri Western out to the 32. He picks up 8-9. Tigers go to that four-down lineman front on those third down and shorts. And, and Missouri Western um, is just patient enough to let that offensive line wash the D-line out. And it just it works every time for the Griffins. Cooper Burton, wide receiver near side. Travion James to the far. Scott back in the backfield. They give him the carry. Scott across the line of scrimmage, across the first down marker and more. And he's brought down at the 44 of four-day state by Perez, who saves the touchdown. Boy, Scott has been a nightmare for the Tigers. The St. Louis product all the way down to the 44-yard line. That's a 24-yard gain. Yeah, that's pretty poor tackling from the Tigers on that particular play, too. Quick hitter. Here's Scott again, stretched near side. This time Perez grabs him for a short gain of three. They're going to give up to the 40 against four on the play. Second down at six, Perez holding on for dear life. Tigers are going to have to create a turnover. That's really about the only opportunity to get anything. And Fort A. State is a, a game and a half into the year and haven't created a single one yet. And they did not have a lot a year ago down their lowest takeaway margin or takeaway total since 05 last year. They're usually up around 20, 25 a season. None this year. They have thrown one interception. 4,537 the announced attendance here tonight. Second down, six for the Griffins. Down to the Tiger, 40, up 21-7 with 9-10 to go in the third. Pistol formation for Jones, and now Light we've got movement. Out. Delay a game, you're right. They were lined up a long time and did not get the snap away. That's what Missouri Western did Ball in start. the first half. 71, offense, five-yard penalty, second half. So they called the false start there, but the delay of game happened too. Yeah. In the first half, they go, with that, they go with that quick hit play, get a big gain, and then they wait for an extremely long time and just took way too much time. So second and 11 now, back to, their 45, to the Tiger 45. Nine minutes to go into third. 21-7 Griffins. That was our halftime score. Pistol formation for Jones. Hall behind him. Two wide receivers split left, one right. Jones to throw. He's got the tight end, Grandy. Bowls over a Tiger. That was Brown. And it's enough for the first down as he lunges inside the 35 and down to the 33-yard line. Finally brought down by Lake Heimerman. But it's a first down to the Fort A. State 33 on a gain of 12. That is Cam Grandy at 6'5", 235. Hunter Brown at 5'9", 180. Grandy didn't play on all a year ago. Had the COVID year before that, so almost a 1,000 days between games for Cam Grandy. 
Tigers punishing hit there. Tigers playing with tackles way up high around the shoulder pads. First and 10 Griffins. They're down to the Tiger 33, trying to build a three-score lead. Up 21-7. Here comes the blitz. Handoff goes to Hall. Stretches it to the right side. Tigers trying to pursue, and they do at the 28. Fort A State just kept stretching it out and finally make that tackle. Fort A State with some good pursuit from Gavin Hazelhorse. Mikel Williams in there. Also Brown pursuing. He still gets five yards. They're going to give him four now to the 29-yard line. Second out and six. Everything is it goes forward for this team. They have so few negative plays. Octavius Bowie in for Fort Hayes State. Seven and a half to go. Long drive for the Griffins after Fort Hayes State had a punt on their first possession of the third quarter. McCoy in at running back. He'll line up right at Jones. Two receivers left, one right. In motion comes Spivy. Jones to throw. Now the quarterback's going to run. He's got some blockers. He's inside the 25 and out of bounds near the 24. Well, they may say he stepped out of the 26. That looked like a design run, even though he dropped back to pass. He had three blockers there waiting for him, and he did step out of bounds at the 20. I'm going to mark it. 27-yard line, so he only picks up two. Well, and remember, there was third down and two earlier in this drive. The Tigers could have got off the field yeah. on a three and out. With over 10 minutes to go in the third quarter, we're down under seven minutes to go in the third. This is a picture-perfect drive for the Griffins. Third down and four. The Griffins down to the Tiger, 27, leading 21-7. to Two tight ends to the right, Grandy and Gray. Pistol for Jones. He's going to hand it off. Up the middle, McCoy, and he gets upended and taken down to the 25, short of the first down. I think it was Miles Benjus came in there to fill the gap and flip him around. A gain of two. What does Missouri Western doing right now? The offense staying Sam on for this Brandt. fourth and one. Sam Brand had that tackle. They're going to go for it on fourth and one. Fourth down and one. The Griffins have not attempted a fourth down play tonight. They were 0 for 1 a week ago in the win over UCO. They need a yard. Pistol formation for Jones. McCoy behind him. In motion comes James. They hand it off, and it's going to be right near the marker. I don't know. It's close. He needed about the 23. He's where the close far to side it. official came in, I don't know that they got it. They unpile. We'll see. The old cliche, it's going to depend on the spot. Time out for measurement. We're going to measure this. McCoy had a crease, and then he got flipped up and around. He needed to get to the 23-yard line. Right now, and the ball is not on the hash. It is going to be close. If he doesn't have it, it's by an inch. If he does have it, it's by an inch. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Well, we'll wait for the chain gang to come on out. Remind you, our third quarter brought to you by Michelob Ultra. Enjoy like a pro. Enjoy an ice-cold Michelob Ultra today and remember to drink responsibly. Tiger football brought to you by Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion, all right here. Hayes Men's Orthopedic Institute, the official team physicians for Fort A. State Athletics. And does he have it? It's close. Boy, oh, man. Craig Helzer getting almost down. Yeah. He got it. I mean, it is by the tip, the very tip of the football and a first down. I mean, they had to look at that for a long time. But a first down for the Griffins. 
But where the where each of the officials ran in from the sideline, they yep. barely crossed yeah. the twenty-three, the twenty-four-yard line. The ball was spotted much closer to the twenty-three than where yeah. the two side officials came in originally. But it's a first down at the Tiger 23, 21-7. Griffins five and a half left. They've eaten up a lot of time here in the third quarter. Hand off to McCoy. No play action. Jones going to run to his left. He's got a blocker. That's Gramdy. He's got a first down. He's got a touchdown. Just stretched it out to the left, and the Griffins have a 20-point lead at 27-7 with 5.20 to play here in the third. You know, the Tigers really have no answer in this half, offensively or defensively, for what Missouri Western's doing. And Western is flexing some major muscle tonight. They're going to be a player in the MIAA. They were impressive a week ago, and they've been equally impressive here tonight. That's why the opening possession of the second half was so important for the Tigers to go score some points. Cody Watson in to kick the extra point. Hold is down, kick is up, but it's 28-7. Missouri Western, so for the second week in a row, the Tigers find themselves down 21 points in the third. Do they have a Media. comeback in them? Timeout. 28-7 Griffins. 5-20 to play third quarter on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Ten plays, 85 yards, eight up, 7-0-4 off the clock. And Missouri Western now leads 28-7 with 5-20 to go in the third quarter. And um, It's what we talked about in the pregame show. That's what this offense for Missouri Western is designed to do because of their ability to run the game or run the ball. They have 268 yards rushing. Fort Hay State has 215 total. It's kept the Tigers off balance and a huge fourth down conversion by literally the tip of the football. And then the very next play, a 23-yard run by Jones. Here's the kickoff, high and end over end. It's the best kick of the night. It'll be taken at the three-yard line by Schramer. He's on the far numbers of the 10, cuts in 15-20. Angles here to the near side, gets grabbed by the shoulder pads and thrown to the turf at the 21-yard line. Looked like he had a little bit of an opening, but the Griffins did a good job of pursuing and closing it down. And Fort H. Tatel started their own 21. Jonas Bennett. Backup running back in on special teams duty there to make that tackle. So Fort A. State's second possession of the third quarter comes with 5-12 to go, and they're down by 21 to the Griffins. I'm not here to try to hurt anybody's feelings, but through the first two games, there is an obvious speed difference yep. between what Northwest Missouri State and Missouri Western have and what Fort Hay State is having. So you've got to make up for it in technique and blocking and all that and not making mistakes. Two wide receivers split far side. Colin Kreitzer here to the near. Soto in the backfield gets the ball, and he is blasted for a loss of two. Never had a chance. He got the handoff, and Garrett Watson was there to greet him back of the 19-yard line. Loss of two, second down at 12. I wonder how limited Fort Hay State feels with the offensive playbook. Yeah, without chance fuller jack dawson throws in the flat in and through the hands of tight end late cure that was going to be a tough catch but it goes through his hands and incomplete and now it's third down and 12. tigers have fought out of a hole the entire night they have run 16 first down plays tonight and only four times have gained more than four yards and third never more than six wow third and 12 here 
Kreitzer and Ramsey split to the right. Soto now out of the backfield, lines up as a receiver on the left side. Dawson to throw. He's under pressure. He breaks a tackle, tries to keep the play alive. He's running to his right, sets up at the 10, now throws it downfield and throws it away. And now a flag comes in late going to get at the end of the play. Holding or pass interference on. Oh, my goodness. This would be a huge break for the Tigers. That play was going nowhere. Dawson did a great job to avoid being sacked at the five, broke out of it, ran all the way across the field, and then threw it away. Pass interference, number six, offense. That pin has declined. Fourth down. Hornet State goes three and out. What's the clock, man? 428 is the clock, Craig. Turn your mic off, please. Now the Tigers go backwards on first down. Yep. And and Missouri Western right now knows the Tigers are going to run on first down. We're getting an inside look at officiating tonight. Ethan Sasson to punt. Wobbly, but pretty well kicked. Fair catch at the 39-yard line. So 42-yard punt for Sawson, who's done a good job, but unfortunately the Tigers have needed him a little bit too much. 4.22 to go, third quarter. Griffin's up 28-7. We'll have the ball at their own 39 when we come back. Back in a minute on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. 28-7. Missouri Western on top, 4.22 to go in the third quarter. The Griffins have it back, and... Oh, no, we had a misfire. Shoot it again. Florida State's Hurry in a bit of a hurt right now, and they're going to have to find some way time. to get they're a stop and get win. the ball back. But offensively, oh, no. not we much doing here in the second half. Yeah, this Missouri Western Sorry, team is in firm control. And tonight you feel like that Missouri Western has played their style of football. They've never really been the one that has been threatened tonight and had to change anything. Fort A State is without what well, last week was essentially their top wide receiver without their returning uh, quarterback, John Johnson at the tight end, or at the uh, at the linebacking position. Uh, Devin White and Lyle. Devin White at cornerback. There was a lot stacked up tonight, and the Tigers were pretty conservative early on, and, and now down 28 to seven. Five starters out for the ball game tonight. Griffin's at the 39-yard line, up by three touchdowns and 4:20 to go in the third. They're gonna hand it off and end around to. Cooper Burton, a wide receiver, and he goes for about five near the 44, close to the 45-yard line. Well, Gerard, I mentioned how Fort A. State has never had a single play over six yards in the on their first down plays. Missouri Western has run 21 first down plays tonight, and out of all of their plays, there are 14 of them have gained four or more yards. Kevin Hazelhorst, that last tackle. Second down and five. The Griffins up to their own 44, leading 21-7 inside four minutes to go here in the third quarter. Two receivers right, one left. Scott, the running back, he's been a load tonight, gets it again, breaks another tackle. He's in the secondary, and an ankle tackle made by Sam Brandt, or it would have been more. It's down to the 42-yard line on a 14-yard run. Yeah, if Sam Brandt tries to tackle up high, it is a touchdown. Here's Lake Heimerman back into the uh, the lineup. and Got to talk to him this week during the Fort Hayes State press conferences, and a young man that is just happy to be playing football yeah. again. 
100% said he made the right decision to come back. A little back. limited tonight, but coming off that bad knee injury, but sort of know what he can do out there. So first and 10 Griffins, they're at the Tiger 42. Leading by two, three touchdowns. Three receivers right. Scott the lone setback. Jones wants to throw. He's being chased, pursued by Perez, and he throws it away. It was at the feet of Grandy, so no intentional grounding. There's no foul for intentional grounding. Number 89 was in the area. Second down. Good decision there by Jones. Good pursuit by Perez. Nearly got him. Second down and 10 for the Griffins. The Tigers brought pressure for one of the few times tonight and were able to get there. Remember, in the first half, they brought that pressure out of the 3-3 stack and were able to force a bad incomplete pass. Judson Wiltfong comes in. He'll be one of the defensive ends. Three down lineman. Men just moves back to the linebacker. So a 3-3 stack look for the Tigers on second and 10. Handoff up the middle to Scott. Little crease. Boy, he's just hard to bring down. They finally grab his ankles and knock him down. I think it was Gavin Hazelhorse who brings him down to the 37-yard line. So he picks up five yards and brings up a third down and about five. And there is a Tiger down on the play. Injury. It's a shoulder for somebody. Defense. One of the interior linemen for Fort Hayes State. That's one thing. You look at the MIAA and Division II football, 36 scholarships. Well, you get injuries, and you're without five starters. It's tough. Not to make excuses, but it's tough. And when, one and of the, when one of those starters is your quarterback. That's even tougher. That is played one of the how best, many games? Best quarterbacks in the, in the conference. Yeah, Chance Fuller, 33 games, 25 starts coming into tonight. That was Octavius Bowie, who's walking under his own power off the field, but he is holding that left shoulder. Third down and five. Griffin's at the 37 of Fort A State. 2.35 to go in the third. Fort A State trailing 21-7. Right at 9 o'clock. Real quick, 10 seconds for identification. You're listening to Fort A State football. Third down and five. The Griffins are five for eight on third down tonight. They're at the Tiger 37-yard line. Two receivers right. The tight end, Gray to the left. They're going to keep it. The quarterback near side with a block at the 30, 25. There's a flag as he runs out of bounds at the 24. It's a first down for now, but looks like it's going to be coming back an illegal block on Missouri Western, it appears. Yeah. Holding. 82 offense. 10-yard penalty to spot the foul. Repeat. Third down. David Ortega. Spivy, the backup wide receiver. David Ortega is the one that was going to make the play and then he got grabbed and thrown down. It was a fine tackle by Amir Spivey, but he is on the offensive side of the ball. So that'll move it back to the 42. The penalty was five yards downfield, so it's now third down and 10. Needless to say, a big third down here. 28-7 Griffins, a minute 55 to play in the third. They're up 28-7. They've got the only points, a touchdown here in the third quarter. Snap back to Jones with an empty backfield. Rolls right, hit as he's thrown. It flutters downfield. It's going to be caught inside the five and down to the two-yard line by Caleb Martin, the transfer out of Virginia Wise. First and goal down to the three. Well, if you want the one play that sums up this entire game, the Tigers... A half a step from getting to the quarterback 
and they make the catch and the Tigers don't. There's a handoff to Scott. He gets stood up and dropped. He'll get about a yard to the two-yard line. It'll be second down and goal. What a catch by Martin. His first catch of the year. He stretched out and hauled it in. Strong hands. And, and talk about, you know, that catch. Tigers in the last two weeks have dropped passes that would have made huge differences in the first half. And I know it's already 28-7, to but the difference of that one catch is huge. Second down and goal for the two-yard line for the Griffins. Scott, the running back. He's going to get the carry, and he's into the end zone. Just runs around the right side. And Scott scores on a two-yard run, and Missouri Western leads 34-7. Now the Griffins making some noise here early on in the MIAA. They were a young team last year and still relatively young this year. Reagan Jones, a sophomore. Brandon Hall's a sophomore. Jonas Bennett's a sophomore. Young on defensive spots. There's the kick, and it's good. And the Griffins now lead 35-7 to with 30, 47 seconds to go in the third. They have scored on five of their eight drives. One of those drives was the one that ended the first half when they really didn't do much with it. So in, in reality, on five of the seven drives they've had tonight, they've scored a touchdown. Griffins. Forday State, big time jeopardy of starting 0-2 for a third consecutive year. Two of those three years, it's a week two loss to the Griffins. We talked in the pregame show really before we even started the pregame show off the air, that kind of felt like this was not going to be a close game one way or the other. It just did not have the makings coming in to be a real tight contest throughout. I just don't know that I believed it was Fort Hay State that was going to be down 28 in the third quarter. Oh, the unknowns with all the injuries, injuries and a new quarterback playing. And Dawson hasn't played bad, but obviously Chance Fuller is Chance Fuller for a reason. Kick goes to the six-yard line. It'll be returned by Schramer, 15-20, 25 on his feet, 30, and up to the 34, and no flags. So a good kick return by Fort A. State's Alex Schramer. And Fort A. State's going to start at their own 34-yard line, but they need a lot of points, and they need him in a hurry down 35-7 with 47 seconds left in, or 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Yeah, Schramer's having a... All West are, are all uh, conference type of kick returns season in the first game and a half, but his stats won't show yeah. it because his, his long returns keep getting wiped off the board. Best starting field position for the Tigers, their own 34-yard line. 35-7 Griffins, 40 seconds left in the third quarter. Swing pass from Dawson, and he leads Adrian Soto too far. It's incomplete. Tried to set it up in the left flat, and he just threw it too far. Second down and 10. Oh, and I see the student section. A lot have gone home. I know there's classes early tomorrow, so I would assume most of them studying for a test or doing that homework that they need to get taken care of before tomorrow. Important stuff. Second down and 10. 
Soto lines up to the right of Dawson, who wants to throw downfield. He's looking and incomplete as he tried to go to Dawson Brown, the second, just over his outstretched fingertips. He had some inside leverage on Dominic Chapa, the free safety, but the pass just a little bit too far. And it's now third down and 10. Tigers went three and out on their prior drive. And if they're not careful here, they can go three and out and not get themselves out of the third quarter yet. They've had one first down in this third quarter. On their third, second play. Third down and 10 for their own 34. Soto lines up as a receiver to the right, so it's an empty backfield. Three receivers left. Dawson dropping back, steps up in the pocket, throws, and it's caught, but short of the first down. Dawson Brown caught it. His momentum carried him out of bounds. He could not get upfield. He's short by a yard. He's at the 43. He needed the 44. I think the Tigers may take this down to the – oh, no, he went out of bounds, didn't he? Yeah, he went out so of bounds. Have to so. wait for the clock to wind. They may take this to the fourth quarter. Well, yeah, well, the clock, yeah, the, the clock does continue to run. Yeah, and that's so, what Chance Fuller yeah. was pointing at. But The play clock and game clock are virtually – the game clock is like a half second ahead of the play clock, so they can wind it all the way down and not get the delay of game. It's down to two. It's down to one. And that will be the end, end of, of the, the third, third quarter. quarter. So 4A State will have fourth and a yard to start the fourth quarter, which comes your way next. We will take a break. Back in a minute. This is 4A State football on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. Well, we go to the fourth quarter. 4A State with a lot of work to do. They trail Missouri Western. 35 to 7, they'll have fourth down. Emporia State on top of Central Oklahoma, 13 to 7, 9 12 left in the third. Pitt State has come back. They lead Nebraska Kearney, 28 21, with four minutes to go in the third quarter. And Washburn has battled all the way back. They now lead Central Missouri 33-24 with one second left in the third quarter. Scoreboard update brought to you by Mapes and Miller CPA, certified public accountants and business advisors. Offices at Phillipsburg, Norton, Stockton, and Quinter. Fourth down and a yard. Tigers are going to go for it. They hand it off to Soto, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage, spins off the initial tackle, and he's got the first down out across the 44 and up to the 46-yard line. So Soto converts on fourth down with a two-yard run, and the drive will continue for the Fort Hay State Tigers. Arnold Creighton, another one of their all-conference picks, honorable mention two years ago on that stop. First down, Tigers, just their second first down of the second half. Play action pass. Dawson downfield looking for Ramsey. He's got it inside the 25. Manny Ramsey down to the 18-yard line. It'll be a first and 10 for Fort A State. They're going to mark him all the way down to the 16, a completion of 38 yards. It's the same route that Manny ran earlier to split those safeties, but this time they ran a little different underneath. Almost didn't get the ball away in time. 
but it's a first down for the Tigers. They're inside the Farm Implement and Supply Red Zone. See their great selection of new and used equipment at FarmImp.com. That's FarmImp.com. Tigers are going to run it. It's going to be a play to Butkey on a little swing pass, and Hunter Butkey's inside the 10 and all the way down to the 4-yard line. He'll pick up 12, a first down for the Tigers. Brecken Manis, the stop, and Fort A. State now inside the 5, trying to score here early in quarter number 4, trailing 35-7. to It's the first two times tonight that Fort Hay State got first downs on first down. Just a second reception for Hunter Butkey tonight. Jack Dawson, the quarterback. Adrian Soto rides up to his right. Handoff to Soto. Cuts it up the middle. Tries to get near the goal line. He gets stood up at about the three and then driven backwards by a wall of Griffins. I think it was Dakari Streeter. Nope, that was um, Isaac Wallace leading the way, pushing him back. They're going to give him progress to where? All the way down to the two. The Griffins were lining up at the five-yard line and couldn't see the football. It's down to the two, second and goal. 17 carries, 94 yards for Soto. 13.05 to go in the game, 35-7 Griffins. Butkey comes in motion to the right, now back to the left. Hand off Soto, blasts up the middle, runs into a Griffin, keeps the feet moving, he's into the end zone. Touchdown, Fort A. State, two-yard touchdown run for Adrian Soto. Boy, that was a hard-nosed run as he inches closer to 100 yards tonight. And the Tigers had their first points in the second half. It's 35-13. Well, they needed that. Still a long ways to go, but they get a touchdown here early in the fourth quarter, and there is a Griffin down. But that was a hard-nosed run, and that's probably the evolution. I think that's Wallace who made that tackle earlier. Wallace was the recipient of a hard hit. And Soto last year had a hard time getting those type of yardage. He got hit in the line of scrimmage, but he just kept plowing forward and bulldozed his way into the end zone. Yeah, and the difference, too, a little bit from last year to this year is that Adrian was usually met with a couple of guys. This offensive line gets a lot better push than they did in 2021, and so with Adrian able to go a little bit more one-on-one, even if it's against a bigger guy, you got a better opportunity to get those positive yards. The Tigers will go for the extra point here. Still a lot of work to do, but they have most of the fourth quarter. Hunter Brown's going to be the holder. As Manny Aguilar will come in to attempt the extra point. He had a couple of field goals a week ago. Didn't miss one extra point. It is only attempt prior to this tonight. Waiting for the snap. There's the hold, and the kick is blocked. The snap was a little high, and the kick is blocked. So Fort A. State's missed a couple of extra points in the first two games. Media. Timeout. So the extra point is no good. It's 35-13 to 13, Missouri Western with 12.56 to go in the game. Back in a minute of the Tiger Sports Network built by PwC. Fourth quarter brought to you by Ghost. Feel good energy drinks with no sugar. No artificial colors and no BS. Enjoy a ghost energy drink today. 35-13 Griffins. Tigers missed the extra point after the two-yard touchdown run by Adrian Soto. His second touchdown of the night. Now a fluttering kick. Griffins were waiting for an onside kick, and they'll field at the 22-yard line and then take a knee. That was the wide receiver, Cooper Burton, so that's where Missouri Western will have it, their first fourth-quarter possession, their own 22-yard line. Well, Needless to say, Tigers need to stop, and they need a pretty quick one. 
try to answer and make it a little interesting, maybe put a little pressure on the visitors from St. Joe. Need a turnover. Well, that would be even better. Have not forced one this year. Really haven't been. Well, they, a correction. They did have that one fumble recovery late in the game at Missouri Western, or I mean at Northwest last week. But they haven't had one tonight. Gam, uh, Granby, the tight end in motion. Two backs in the backfield. They hand it off to McCoy, and he just plows his way forward across the 25. That was Bennett in there, excuse me, his first carry. Octavius Bowie. It's a Tiger who left earlier back in there. It's a good run of about seven yards on first down to the 29-yard line. It's an advantage of having seven or seven, four running backs. It feels like seven. Yeah, four running backs in your stable. Yeah, Bennett hasn't even hardly played in the backfield. He's been on special teams, and now they bring him in. He gets seven on first down. 35-13 Missouri Western. 12-20 and counting, and they are in no hurry. Burton, the wide receiver in motion from left to right. Pistol formation for Jones. Hands it off to Bennett. He's hit in the backfield and taken down. They're going to give him progress to the 26. So he loses three. Alden Nettler came blasting through there to make that tackle for Fort Hayes State. So it's a loss of three, and now it's third down and seven. Well, you said he needed a quick response by the defense a three and out would do that well, here you go third down and long third and seven Griffins though six for nine on third down tonight kind of surprised they don't bring Jared Scott in Fort A State hadn't been able to stop him at all three receivers right get Grandy the tight end lines up on the left and now they're going to shift Travion James and bring him over here to the right slot and there's the snap and we have a timeout we have flags there may have been movement for the Griffins Again, they took a long time at the line of scrimmage. False start, 71. Offense, five-yard penalty, third down. Brendan McClure, the right tackle out of Monterey, Missouri. The only time that Missouri Western has had a third and 10 or longer, they converted on a big pass play. Third and 13 now, back at the 20. 11-12 to go in the game. Tigers down 35-13. Desperately need to get off the field right here. Pistol formation for Jones. Bennett behind him. Takes the snap. Dropping back under pressure. Rolls to his right. He's hit. And down he goes. Gavin Hazelhorst the sack back of the 10. There is a late flag on the play. But Gavin Hazelhorst. Number 50 offense. That penalty declined. Fourth down. So they call the holding penalty on Johnny Bodorf, a Quincy, Illinois product. Fort H. State will decline the penalty because of the sack from Hazelhorse. And they are going to get the football back. They force a three and out. It's the best defensive yeah. series of the night for the Tigers. Tiger football brought to you by Adams Brown. Going above plus beyond for you. Adams Brown, strategic allies. I got 12. CPAs. How about an Alex Schramer long return here? He's setting up at the 36-yard line. The punter Williams, the rugby player, will punt from the goal line. High end over end. And Schramer's going to fair catch it at about the 42-yard line. So that was a pretty good punt of 48 yards. Put some good Media. punting tonight. Timeout. So we have a timeout. We have to play Craig Helzer some talent fee tonight. 
10-16 to go in the game, 35-13. Four days stay with the ball back, trailing Missouri Western on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Well, they brought us back earlier, began play early from the timeout. Four days day runs a pass play to Soto, a 27-yard completion. The pass carried him out of bounds. If it's a little bit further in, Soto scores. There wasn't anybody within 20 yards. First down, Tigers at the Griffin 30-yard line, trailing 35-13. Dawson's going to run. Quarterback stretches to the right. He's at the 30, 25-20, and angles out of bounds at the 18-yard line. That'll be a first and 10, a scramble of 12 yards for quarterback Jack Dawson. You're seeing him get more and more confidence as this game has gone along. The Lamar High School product out of Arlington, uh, Texas, getting his first career start for the injured Chance Fuller. He's in a red jersey and cap signaling plays on that sideline. The Tigers just brought in Riley Allen, a freshman wide receiver out there far to the left side. They did. Yep, Riley Allen out there along with Manny Ramsey, Kreitzer, Oh, that snap lines up near side. They're going to run a little counter play. They throw it to snap, catches it to Clatt. 20, 15, 10, down to the five and out of bounds. Inside the five, down to the three. Tigers inside the farm, implement and supply red zone. Calvin stopped the catch, and it was a tackle made by C.J. Bufkin and Kobe Cummings. They're going to mark him at the four. So it's a 14-yard completion, just a little swing. They sent Stapp in motion from the right side to the left and threw it to him in the left flat, and then he showed a little burst of speed. Four days has it, first and goal. They're down 35-13 with a little over nine to go in a game. Handoff, no play action. The quarterback, Dawson's going to take it into the end zone. Stretches it around the left end. Touchdown, Fort Hayes State. Dawson has thrown a TD pass. Now he's run for one. And Fort Hayes State makes it 35-19 with 8.58 to go in the game. Quick strike offense for the Tigers. And this is the moment now that all those early mistakes start haunting you the interception in the end zone the dropped fourth down pass and it starts turning into what could have been and you're still down by two scores fell that way a week ago here's the extra point it's blocked again Back-to-back block point. Now they got to tackle him because this is a live ball. The Griffins are running it back the other way. All the way up the far sideline. Brown finally runs down Cooper Burton. There's a Tiger on his back. And now a late flag is going to be thrown. Brown made the tackle. I'll be honest, I was looking at back the other way at the injured Tiger. Some extracurricular on the Griffin sideline after the play and a penalty marker thrown. So the Tigers have had the last two extra points blocked. And Brown just saved two the other way for Missouri Western. He's the holder on that play. I, I know how much. Oh, we'll get the penalty first. Personal foul. Face mask. On Missouri Western. Because it was a try, that foul is declined by rule. Well, the, just there's no penalty because it's on an extra point. The... The extra points being blocked, and I know how much it, for Manny, that's that's not going to, this next statement is not going to comfort you. There was a kicker here that had a few of them blocked, fresh out of high school. Last name was O'Brien. <laughs> he turned into a pretty good yeah. kicker here at Fort Hay State University. Yeah, Aguiar's going to be okay. Well, that was, yeah, you could see on the return, that was actually oh, on the return. Pat that was Kelly, who's hurt. Oh, boy, and he's being helped off. That was Kobe Cummings. And after the play, he just took his hand and grabbed the rip the face mask of the helmet off of Hunter Brown. 
And it's because it's on a try. There's no penalty enforcement. But Pat Kelly, who's the oldest player on the team, seventh year in the program, is being helped off the field right now. Boy, you hate to see that. He's been through so much in his Tiger career. How about the speed out of Hunter Brown? Yeah. He had, outrun, he had to outrun most of the other team. And I know it's a, it's a point try, but I guess it's you get a free-for-all free, free for all because it's on a two-point try because there's no it, way to enforce a penalty. Here's the thing. It came after yeah. the play. Yeah. It should be on this kickoff yeah, I mean, is where this should be. The play was over, and he just grabbed Brown's face mask and, and ripped his helmet off. And I say should. Like, I'm not saying no. the officials are doing it wrong. No, they're following the rule. It just it seems a little odd you can't enforce a penalty because it's on an extra point. 8.58 to go in the game, 35-13, Missouri Western on top. Well, Fort A. State missed two extra points. They'd be within 14. And now we yeah. got a whistle as the ball is kicked. Not only that, but the interception in oh, the end I'll, zone. Yeah. And Before the kick, timeout, Missouri Western. First charge of the half. Wow, I don't see that very often. They had 10 on the field. I don't know that it would have mattered. No. The Tigers were kicking it deep, but they yeah. had 10 on the field. Fourth quarter brought to you by Ghost Feel Good Energy Drinks with no sugar, no artificial colors, and no BS. Enjoy a Ghost Energy Drink today. 35-19 Griffins. Carney has come back 28-28. That game has lived up to the building. 7-24 to go with Pittsburgh State. Real quick, let's go downstairs. A Pets Lawn and Landscaping sideline update with Sean Boston. Yeah, looks like Pat Kelly's night is possibly over. They've got his helmet, uh, looks like his right ankle, and he's obviously in a lot of pain. A guy that's been around this program for, for quite some time, and, yeah, he, he was in a lot of pain coming off the field. They said he's been through so much injuries a couple of times. Went to a prep school, so he was already older when he got here than redshirted. He was... On the team back in 17. And Gerard, that first injury happened in that Nebraska Kearney game right here at home, playoffs. right before the playoffs. And you know, you know, you never know. But what might have been with a with a complete offensive line and man, and not starting every possession inside the 10 in the first yeah. half. Yeah. Now the Tigers will kick it away after the Griffins called a timeout. They're going to kick it deep. Grandy uh, kick from. Um, Janky is going to roll inside the five and just barely get into the end zone. That almost. Stayed in play inside the goal line, but it'll be a touchback, so Missouri Western will get it at their own 25-yard line. And let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is Fort A. State football. Washburn now leads 40-14 to 14 over, 40-24 to 24 over Central Missouri in their game in Warrensburg. Washburn's going to be good again this year and made the playoffs last year. They got off to a really slow start they in that did. game. First and 10 Griffins, their own 25-yard line. Going to be a handoff to Hall, dances in the backfield, gets up to the 30, and then gets blasted. But he still was able to dance his way forward for about three yards. Daniel Howard and Miles Benjus there to make the four-day state tackle. But five yards on first down, second and 10. Well, Missouri Western might have a stable of running backs, but there's only one Brandon Hall Man, among them. He's good. Such a patient, patient runner. He is at and then when he finds his crease, he goes. 10 carries, 96 yards. Scott, 10 carries, 123. Wow. Four touchdowns between the two of them, split evenly. 
Second down and ten, five from the 30. Now 8.15 to go in the game. Using all that yep, play clock. Yeah, that play clock get down to four. There's the snap. Hand off to Hall. Stutter steps, hit, and then drops short of the first down. It gets it out to the 33-yard line. Brought down by Lake Heimerman. Missouri Western will have third and two. They are three for three tonight on third downs that are three yards or less. They were three and out of their only fourth quarter possession. And a couple of third down conversions in the third quarter. 7.42 to go. Needless to say, Tigers have to get a stop right here. They're trailing 35 to 19. So 19 points. Is what Fort A State scored a week ago, and it's what they have here again tonight. Except they're trailing by another score. In motion, goes the tight end, Rice. Handoff, Hall, he's got a first down. He just waited for a little crease over the right side and slithers across the 35 and up to about the 37-yard line where he's got a first down. Colin Crispin Gorley in on that stop for four days day, but it's a first down for the Griffins. There's little doubt what Missouri Western's going to do on those third and shorts. It's just that nobody can stop. Yeah. They're going to give the ball to Brandon Hall, and, and it's a this is our best play out of this, and Missouri Western believes that nobody can stop them, and so far they're right. Down to 648 and counting. Griffins up 35-19. First and 10 for their own 38-yard line. Pistol formation for Jones. He'll send the tight end Ray in motion, or Rice in motion. Uh, there's a, oh, he's brought down. Able to stretch him down and bring Hall back at the 34-yard line. Mason Perez, who's been active tonight, gets the tackle for loss. It'll be a loss of three, second down and 13. The, only the second time in 26 first down plays that Missouri Western has lost yards. They haven't had a penalty on first down either tonight. Second down, 13, now down to 6.05 and counting. Again, Missouri Western's going to let that play clock drip all the way down inside of five seconds before they snap it. Trevion James, wide receiver here to the right. Now the tight end, Grandy, comes in motion this way. Hand up, nope, keeper. Quarterback throws late, it's knocked away. Is it a fumble? Nope, they rule it incomplete pass. Gavin Hazelwood. The forward pass was batted down. He got on the quarterback in a hurry and knocked that one away. That was close to a fumble again, but it's an incomplete pass. And now it's third down once again. Well, that, that is the X factor of Gavin Hazelhorst, right? He is not the biggest defensive end Fort Hayes State has had. Six foot, 225, redshirt freshman at Hayes High, Kansas State transfer. But with his speed and athleticism, he can make plays that other defensive linemen just can't. He just got by that defensive of that uh, tackle and blew it up in the backfield. Here we go, third down and 13 from the 35. McCoy, the running back in motion, so it's an empty backfield now for Jones. Quarterback run, he is hit and stretches to the 40, short of the first down. Tigers are saying they fumbled. They're going to say he was down by contact. The runner's knee was down before the ball came out. Fourth down. They're going to mark him at the 39. So the Bearcats or the uh, Griffins are shy of the first down. And will have to punt. Tigers get a stop, but that one first down allows them to burn an extra two, two and a half minutes off the clock. And nearly got two, nearly got two uh, turnovers. Yeah. A near interception, a near fumble recovery. It was ruled down by 
by the runner's knee being down. Tigers now, came after a punt earlier. Do they do it here? Schramer back of the 12-yard line to return the punt from Evan Williams. They're going after it, and he got it away. They run into him. They don't throw a flag, and the punt goes out of bounds. And there is an injured Tiger on the play. Yeah, I think the Tiger got blocked into the And that's the probably punter. why they didn't call the flags. If you're blocked in, there's no penalty. Well, that's Sam Brandt, yeah. and he's come in and given a, a spark on the defensive side tonight. Kick rolls out of bounds at the 25-yard line, so it's a 40-yard punt, one of the shorter punts of the night for Evan Williams. Well, Fort A State's going to take over at their own 25. Obviously need a touchdown and need it pretty quickly. Trailing 35 to 19. Jack Dawson getting his first career start. He's the quarterback. Adrian Soto's done most of the running back duties. They're going to throw it. It's caught by Ramsey. Hit immediately and take it down inside the 30. They're going to give him progress, I think, out to about the 32. They're going to say the 31. So it's a six-yard gain. C.J. Bufkin in on that tackle and on the coverage for Missouri Western. Six-yard gain, second and four. Clock inside, five minutes, 438 and counting. Tigers down 35 to 19 to the Griffins. Two big missed extra points in this one. Here's Dawson rolling to his right. Throws downfield. Ramsey catches at the 40. It's a first down. Man, man, he's had some big-time catches. Caught it over the shoulder with Dominic Chopper there in coverage. But Manny Ramsey holds on to it, and it's a first down. Jack Dawson now 17 for 27. Pushes him well over 200 yards. That's the fifth catch for Manny Ramsey. He's over 100 yards. That is Manny Ramsey's eighth career 100-yard game. Now fourth all-time in Fort Hayes history. Stretches up, makes another catch that he had. No, but he felt a lot of dropped out of his hands. He's lobbying that he caught it as he got hit out of bounds, but did not make the completion. Javarius McGuinn there in coverage for Missouri Western. That was a 35-yard catch, by the way, earlier. To Manny Ramsey. Certainly seemed like his foot came yep. down in bounds. I don't know if they ruled that he juggled it, it but was, they, did, they didn't make that no, signal either. No, just said incomplete. It was hard to see because he landed in the sideline with all the teammates. Second out and 10, Tigers of the Griffin, 40. Trailing 35-19 with 4.06 to go, and now Fort oh, State's going to have to call timeout. a timeout. A costly timeout. With the clock already the stopped half. because of the ball being incomplete. Now only two timeouts remaining, and you're trying to play catch-up. Dawson now 17 of 28, 243 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. And Boy, it, yeah, you're the starting quarterback, and so you get the, the blame and the praise. That interception right before halftime was big for the momentum and what it would have done for the score. Manny Ramsey, five catches, 123. Now that interception... In the last three games, four of the interceptions have now been two in the end zone, one at the goal line, one at the three, and one at the one. So now it's second down and ten. Tiger football brought to you by the Taco Shop. Order by phone, use the app, pick up delivery, or dine in. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. 
Second out and 10, and here comes a blitz. Dawson breaks out of the tackle. Now he's going to throw it downfield and incomplete. Boy, he is doing no a great job of grounding. scrambling. He's out of the tackle box. Jordan, the he's, tr- the line of scrimmage. he's trying to get Third Dawson down. Brown to go down the field. Dawson Brown, the wide receiver, just stood on the near side, and he's pointing at Dawson. Get down the field. I, I broke free. He was dead for right. Somehow broke out of the grasp, and... Ended up throwing it away. Now it's third down and 10. Ramsey, wide receiver. Here far to the right. Colin Kreitzer to the left. Dawson Brown that way as well. They're going to throw it. Oh, incomplete. He tried to go downfield for Brown and almost threw an interception. Now it's fourth down. That was some miscommunication because the wide receiver ran a, a screen to that far side of the field who Dawson threw it at was the wide receiver blocking for the screen. Yeah. So somewhere the communication got yeah, tangled Soto up. was looking for the pass, and he was set up over that left flat. Well, it's fourth down and 10, and really for four-day state, the ball game down 35-19 to 19 with 3.56 to play. Three receivers left side of the formation. Pass downfield, nobody there. Ramsey cut the route off. The pass was deep. Four-day state stopped on fourth down for the second time tonight. Should mention Pat Kelly did come back into the game for that series. Well, that's good news for Fort A. State fans. Well, Fort A. State gives it back to the Griffins on downs, and that's going to do it now with 3.51 to play in the game, and Western leading 35-19, to and for a third straight year in a row, Tigers staring at 0-2. Well, we we talked about it. It's it's all the little things, and it's the things over the first three quarters that is keeping Fort Hay State from being in games. More about that here in a second. Pistol formation for Jones. He's going to hand it off to Scott, and one of his shorter runs only for a couple of yards out to the 42-yard line. And if you go back to a week ago, a drop touchdown pass in the first quarter of that game, the Tigers had an opportunity to get off the field very early in that game against uh, Northwest Missouri State, gave up a play. Two fumbles early in the uh, during the first half that cost the Tigers. Tonight, you get the the, the plays, the drops in the first half. It, it just you can't put yourself in such a big hole in the in the first half of these football games in the MIAA. Second down and eight. Griffins from their own 42, down to 3.07 left. They snap it with four. Scott hit, and then bounces off the tackle, but bounced right into the arms of Miles Menges, who drops him for no gain at the 42. Fort A. State, second charge of the half. Fort A. State will have one timeout remaining. You still hear that wind at the mic of a referee tonight, Craig Hilser. And the Tigers are putting themselves into impossible situations tonight on, on third down. The, the Tigers are were 50% last week. Tonight, two for 10. But listen to these third down conversion attempts tonight for the Tigers. Third and 16, third and 10, third and seven, third and eight, third and 12, third and 10, third and 10. You're not going to have a high success rate when you're going on such long third down conversion attempts. Still 28 to 28 up in Kearney with the Lopers and Pittsburgh State. Washburn leading 40 to 32 now. Their game with Central Missouri.
we can't track down that Emporia State score. They were in a tussle. Broncos have just scored. And they now lead 21 to 13 over Emporia State with five minutes to go. Here it's third down and eight. Griffins from their own 42-yard line, but only 255 to go in the game. Pistol formation again for Jones. It's going to be a stretch play for the quarterback who gets hit and dropped to the 45. Short of the first down. Fort A State's going to call their final timeout. Fort A State, third final of the half. So the Griffins cannot convert on third down. They'll have to punt it away, but maybe futile here with only 249 left. We're starting to see some other guys, Gerard. Travion Mitchell's getting a little bit more run here with the with the injury to Devin White. Sam Brant seeing some more time at the safety position. This coaching staff might be starting to look at some other guys and go, okay, where where is the answer at here? Because I, I, the phrase something has to change is probably not completely accurate, but you got to start getting the guys that are going to get the job done. Tigers will have no timeouts remaining. They will be in Jefferson City next Saturday night, 6 o'clock kick from Dwight T. Reed Field Stadium. You will not be in Jefferson City. I will City. not be in Jefferson City. Dustin will have the call. Hey, while we got a moment, how about a big night in the Wellbrock household? <laughs> Garrett is getting the opportunity to do the play-by-play -play for uh, TMN, the Tiger Media Network, this evening. So it's dueling Wellbrocks in tonight's ball games. I'm sure we'll have a breakdown of the uh, analysis of the calls <laughs> by the younger Wellbrock at some point. Or by mom, who knows? <laughs> she ain't listening no, to you. She's the only way I know that. Fourth down and four, so they'll punt it away. Tigers try to go after it, can't get it. Boy, this punter's good. It's going to send Schrammer all the way back inside the five, and then he's taken down immediately at the five-yard line. That was a heck of a punt of 50 yards by the former rugby star from Lindenwood out of Wales. And if you're Schrammer, why not take a chance? That was a good one-on-one -on -one tackle down there. Good coverage down on special teams by Braden Wright. Not the quarterback for Northwest Missouri State. They just share the same name. I guess that's Brandon Wright in it, so maybe a cousin. I think it's probably worth mentioning, off topic, that Garrett is a freshman at Fort Hay State University, and so in the program gets the opportunity to do the, these type of things. Pump fake, Dawson in trouble to the end zone, needs to get rid of it, fires it far side, it's incomplete. He no was... foul for intentional grounding. Quarterback was out of the tackle box. Ball made it past the line of scrimmage. Thank you. Second well, down. Pass that was thrown 25, about 30 yards downfield. Thank you, Craig Helser, for informing us. And he had a receiver nearby. He, Colin Kreitzer was in the area as well. I mean, there was no doubt when, the, when he let you, get, let you know. I mean, give him credit. We'll probably get a Bill in the mail for talent fee. He's been, but I'd rather have him explaining things than not. There's a screen pass, blotted down to the line of scrimmage right at the goal line. That was close to a pick six. And now it's third down and 10 from the own five yard line. Griffins know the Tigers have to throw and they're bringing the whole kitchen sink at them. 2.30 to go, 35-19 Griffins. Western led 21-7 at halftime, Tigers had a chance to get to within a score, but through an interception to the end zone, had the ball to start the third quarter, got a first down, but then the drive 
stalled. It's going to be a draw play to Adrian Soto. He gets it out to the 10 and then gets stacked up and dropped there. So Soto able to get a few yards on that play, but then brought down. Yeah, Reckon Manis there on that tackle for Missouri Western. And so four days is going to bring the putt team on. It's a five-yard run. Fourth down and five. So fourth and five for the Tigers. Clock at a minute, 56 and counting. Griffin's on top, 35 to 19. Second straight game, they've scored 35. There's a punt, high and wobbly. Fair catch called at the 50-yard line. That was Kobe Cummings in the return man this time. And Missouri Western, after the 40-yard punt, will have it one final time with a minute 41 to go at midfield, leading 35-19. Missouri Western, you mentioned it earlier, they're going to be a player in the MIAA. And through the first two games, they flexed their muscle a little bit over a central Oklahoma team who is looking to pick up a win yeah. uh, this evening against Emporia State and getting shut out last week by this team. And Fort Hayes State had seven points through a majority of this game. Yeah, 21-13 Broncos over Emporia State with 5.15 to go down in Edmond. I don't think we've seen the best out of Missouri Western no. yet either. Victory formation for the Griffins. Tigers do not have any timeouts. Jones takes the snap. Downs it on the knee, loses a couple to the 48. Have to do that a couple of more times, and this one will be in the books. Third straight year, the Tigers going to start 0-2. At Lincoln next week, then back home for Southern, who's improved. Missouri Southern host is at Northeastern State. That'll be an interesting game Saturday, but hopefully the Tigers can get their mojo back and get their quarterback back, get some other guys back. Five starters out tonight. That was a big factor, not to make an excuse, but tough to win that way. You go uh, go ask any coach in the MIAA if you're going to take five starters out, including your, one of your top two wide receivers from the week ago, your starting quarterback for three-plus years who has played in the playoffs, has won a conference championship. Uh, you take out your linebacker who has started for now a full season and, and ask how much of a difference it might make. A big one. One more snap to be had here. There it is, and that's going to do it. Missouri Western for a fourth consecutive year has knocked off Fort Hayes State, sending the Tigers to a third straight 0-2 start. Missouri Western wins it here tonight by a final score of 35-19. to Griffins start 2-0, Fort Hayes State 0-2. We will take a break. We've got a lot to bring your way. We'll hear from head coach Chris Brown. Sean will catch up with a couple of Tiger players. We'll give you stats, highlights, and more as Missouri Western beats Fort Hayes State tonight by a final score of 35-19. We'll be back with more. Our post-game show is next on the Tiger Sports Network. Built by PWC. That's just something we can't do, you know, and you'll, Sitting there watching that game, I mean, I thought we physically got dominated on the line of scrimmage, um, which shouldn't happen with our guys. We got to be more physical up front. We got to attack better. We have to get our run game going. At times, it looked 
pretty decent, then all of a sudden it just went away. But, you know, we got to do a better job of, you know, controlling the ball on offense. And then defensively, we gave up a number of big plays that you just can't have. And uh, those things happen. You know, again, got had a great start, got a rough for the passer. But that shouldn't affect us, you know. We, we still need to get another three and out and, and not let them score. So this team just got to grow up. You know, we got to mature. We got to start making plays. We got to look at ourselves in the mirror and, uh, you know, take a long, hard look to see what we can do better, you know, as a team and as, a, as an individual uh, to make sure that this doesn't happen again. Um, sitting here in the same position we were last year, you know, and we were 0-2, and the team kind of fell apart, and that's what we talked about in the locker room. We can't fall apart. you got to stay together as one and, and keep battling for one another and, and, and working as a team and working as individuals and just holding each other accountable and making sure guys are doing the right things. And just because you're, they're your best friend doesn't mean you don't say anything to them. Uh, best friends hold each other accountable. Teammates should hold each other accountable. And each position group has a captain, and those captains need to step up and start doing their job and make sure guys do the things the right way. How much was the offensive playbook limited with Chance out and Jack playing? Jack's talented. I mean, he knows that playbook in and out just like Chance does. Um, Given the opportunity, I think Jack could have had a really good night, and the things that he was able to do with the limited amount of time that he had, I thought he did an excellent job. Um, the only one bad thing is probably the, the pick right before the half, and I just kind of threw it you know, a little short and set it back behind. But, I mean, he's a, he's a freshman, and he's learning. That was his first start, you know, as a quarterback. But overall, I thought he did a decent job, and, you know, he can only get better as the years go on. But, uh, you know, he'll, he'll improve, and he'll get better, and, you know, he just had to get that one underneath his belt. When did you know that Dawson was going to start? Because I'm, I'm wondering, like, how many reps did he have on the first team offense? All week long, um, we gave him reps. Um, Chance kind of did the seven-on-seven seven stuff. You know, him and Jack would share it. And then, you know, once we got the team reps, it, it was all Jack. And so he, you know, we had a few extra plays for him because we know he can run a little bit more. And, you know, you saw that on the on his touchdown run with, with the Cruz play. And, you know, he did a great job of, of getting in the end zone. And uh, I mean, he, the kid's a competitor. He runs pretty well. Uh, but we knew right from the start that, you know, not right from the start, we kind of gave Chance, you know, Tuesday to just kind of see what he could do. And then... You know, or Monday, and you know it just wasn't there. And you know we got to look out for the safety of our players and, and make sure they're healthy for the long run, and not just you know put them back there in a situation where you get hurt worse. What is chances when when is there a timetable for his return? It's probably another week away. You know, I really can't say with all the rules, with you know the injury and the type of injury it is. But you know he's about a week away, and maybe two. Uh, but it just kind of depends on his rehab and how things go. But no chance he's going to get in there and do everything he possibly can to get himself back on the field. It seems like each of the game's big moments in the first two weeks, your team hasn't been able to grasp onto those. Whether it's a, a pass or a defensive stop, whatever it is, what has to happen in those individual moments? Just making plays, you know, understanding the system and understanding what we're trying to call, getting lined up, getting your hands on receivers, um, containing the quarterback. That was one big thing that we, I didn't think, did a very good job today was just kind of let him run around and make plays as well and, uh, you know, understanding that he's a runner too and, and being able to do your job. But, and then, you know, offensively, it's just give the guy some time. You know, let's get, or let's get the run game going and, and mow people over. I mean, those are some big guys up front, and we should be moving people. And, uh, you know, we're not doing that. But, you know, I'm not going to put any blame on those kids. You know, I'm, I'm going to take all the blame myself. Um, I guess like, I need to be a little bit tougher in practice and make sure 
they are playing physical in practice, you know, because uh, it just seems like we get another color jersey in front of us. We kind of panic a little bit. So I need to put them in some stressful situations in practice and, and get after them. And, you know, we don't allow much anyway, you know, because we don't have these stupid things happen in, in practice with these, these penalties and false starts and holding. I mean, all those different things that go into it, you know, we watch it pretty close. But, you know, we just got to – we just – Seriously, got to look in the mirror. I'm going to look in the mirror as a coach, too, to see what I can do better to make sure that these guys are prepared next week and the weeks to come. Coach, uh, what are your thoughts on giving up 700 yards? Of course, you don't want that, but the key was to wrap up a few guys, and that didn't happen. But, you know, what has happened from now until Carney when you have the same team? You know, you got to wrap up, you know, the quarterback, the running back. The thing I saw the most with the missed tackles is we just stopped our feet. All right, we stopped our feet and we're diving instead of running through the tackle. Um, bad angles. Um, and those are the two things. You take a bad angle and you don't wrap up, you're going to miss tackles. So that's something we got to get better at is, you know, taking the right angle, wrapping up, running through the tackle instead of just trying to dive and bring a guy down. We got to, and that's physicality. And when you're a physical football team, you run through people. And that's something that we're not doing right now. Did you also have a problem with missed assignments on defense sometimes? I'm thinking of the, of the long run that set up their second touchdown. It didn't look like it had contained outside, and, and he just he was really wide open and running there. And a lot of times, you know, with those things, you know, they run outside, but they're, you know, they're bringing a pulling guard or they're, you know, bringing the tight end over. And, uh, you know, the guys that got contained, they got to squeeze that gap down. If you don't squeeze that gap down, it gives a big hole and the guy's able to run through it and they're able to get to our second level. And, you know, the thing is, in the game of football, you have to reestablish the line of scrimmage. And that is something that we didn't do on either side of the ball today. Um, not so much bust, it's just being a little bit more physical and squeezing the holes down so the back doesn't have anywhere to run. And uh, that's just something we got to get better at. And then offensively, the same thing. We got to give our backs, you know, room to run. I mean, we're giving them little holes to hit, and, and you're not going to get many yards when that happens. We got to give some holes, you know, that are bigger than a foot. I mean, we have three foot holes so those guys can get through and be explosive and run through tackles in the secondary. It's, it's easy to say there's a lot of football left because of the 11 game schedule, but because this being a third year in a row at 0 and 2. Does it reach almost a panic level more so because of it being third year of this happening? You know, I, I wouldn't panic. I wouldn't say we're going to panic. You know, as coaches, we're going to go in there every single day. We're going to get our game plans ready. We're going to coach our kids up. We're going to make sure they're in the weight room. We're going to make sure they're practicing hard. But, you know, all those things got to, you know, correlate to, to game day. And and right now, they're not. You know, we're, we're pretty good practicers, but then all of a sudden, game day, we're, we're not very good. Um and I know it's because we're young and we got a lot of guys playing that really haven't had true starts before. I mean, you know, today at pregame meal, I, had, I called seniors up and we had nine seniors, you know, and then I called juniors up and there's 14 juniors, you know, so there's a total of 23 kids right there. And then I called sophomores, we got 25 sophomores stand up. And all of a sudden I called freshmen and we got 25, 30 freshmen stand up. So we're a young football team. There's a lot of guys that are, haven't had a lot of experience, so hopefully these games give them experience. But... You know, we just got to buckle down, get better, prepare more, practice harder, um, be more physical in practice, and, and just kind of—I don't, I don't feel like—I feel like we do those things though. But we got to make that happen on game day and be more physical on game day. What did you tell your players in the locker room after the game? It's time to look in the mirror, right? I'm gonna look in the mirror as a coach tonight and, and figure out what I got to do to to make you guys better. Um, how am I going to motivate you to get better? Um, 
we're at the same point that we were last year at 0-2. So what's this team going to do? Um, are you going to divide? Or are you going to come together and, and be, a, be a team with, with one heart and one heartbeat and, and play for one another and, and give more? Um, so that's the choices they got to make. You know, I can't go out there and play for you. You got to make the choice whether you're going to play hard, um, whether you're going to play physical or not, whether we're going to dominate the line of scrimmage. And when your number's called, are we going to make the play? Um, and there's a lot of plays that we left out there today. I mean, there's a fourth down that we went for. And, I mean, it's, it's an f- easy first down, all right? But we dropped the pass. So just take a look at yourself and, and see what we've got to do to get better, toughen up, um, hold each other accountable, make sure guys are doing the right thing, and uh, let's move forward. Um, we still got, you know, nine games left. It could, be, it could still be one heck of a season. But they got to make the choice to make this a great season. In addition to Chance, I think they're about like four other, star- four other starters out tonight. It is. I mean, all those guys get the same amount of reps in practice. You know, your ones get plays and then your twos get plays. And then, you know, we rotate those guys in and out. So, I mean, to me, it doesn't matter who's on the field. We expect you to get the job done. And uh, at times, we are, some of our guys didn't do that. So uh, maybe we need to try to find another guy that's going to fit into that spot or not. So we will do that this week in practice. I mean, these guys got a couple of days here to just kind of relax. Um, we'll meet tomorrow, go through film, tell them what they need to work on. They'll have Saturday and Sunday off. We're back to the grind on Monday. So uh, they just really need to take these next few days just to kind of reflect and, and see what we need to do better. And the guys that did get the opportunity to play, why didn't you step up? And uh, what are you going to do to step up and make sure that you make those plays next time? Um, is it nerves? I don't know. It shouldn't be nerves. It's football. You've been doing this thing since you were you know, six, seven years old. Um, so uh, it's just another football game. So let's step on the field, play football like we, we know how to. Because right now, we're not playing Tiger football. We're not. Um, Tiger football is physical. It's relentless. It's guys flying around making plays. It's dominating the line of scrimmage. And uh, we don't have that right now. So we got to find a way to get that back. As an offensive unit coach, you went 2 for 11 on third down conversions. Going through your head, what needs to happen from now until next week to improve? You know, make them third and medium, third and short. Uh, it's probably the number one thing. Most of them were probably third and longs, um, and you don't have enough plays in your playbook to get a third and long situation. Um, we knew they were going to play man coverage, and they played a lot of man coverage tonight. So you have to win those one-on-one battles, and then you also got to give your quarterback time to throw the ball and find the guy that's going to be open. So to me, we got to get you know third and four, third and three, third and two. You know, we get in those situations besides third and ten, third and twelve, third and fourteen. Um, you know, it's a whole different ball game. But it, it's, you know, what we do on first down and what we do on second down because right now we're putting our bad, ourselves in bad situations on third down. Manny Ramsey, 5'11", senior out of Canadian, Texas. Manny has come up short tonight, 35-19 here against Missouri Western. First off, you have five catches for 123 yards. New quarterback here tonight for you guys, uh, no chance. And so Jack gets to start at quarterback. First off, kind of just talk about what it's been like to work with him, you know, throughout fall camp as well as this week. Yeah, Jack's a great quarterback. Uh, you know, we wish we could have Chance out there, but Jack's, Jack's nothing short of Chance. I mean, um, you know, this whole week we've been working hard and uh, try, trying to get a connection down. You know, I don't really catch balls from Jack as much as Chance, but, you know, 
um, you know, this football things happen. So I've been trying to keep a good connection with Jack, and I feel like we had a really good connection tonight. So have you been catching more balls from, from Jack this week of practice? I know you mentioned that you haven't really caught a lot, but have you guys kind of worked on that, that chemistry this week? Yeah, we definitely did. Uh, you know, we kind of knew Chance wasn't going to be able to play early on in the week. And so we, we started doing extra work even after practice. We got some reps in and just kind of trying to dig through his mind and as well as he can dig through mine just because, uh, you know, we, we want to see what each other, or what, what we're seeing. You as a receiver, you know, each quarterback is different. What, what are the biggest differences? You catching balls from, from Chance and now Jack here tonight. I just think the connection, you know, as we, as we already talked about, you know, Chance and I have a great connection. And really, that's the only quarterback I've ever really caught from just because, um, you know, we came in together and in practice, he was with the ones, obviously. And so, um, you know, just trying to build that stronger connection and, uh, you know, kind of digging his mind, like I said, and just where he wants me on certain reps. Last week, 61 pass attempts. Tonight, 25. So a little bit more different game plan here tonight. You guys try to get the, the run game more involved. Yeah, we felt the run game was going to be uh, crucial in this game. You know, we didn't run the ball well last week, and so we felt like that was going to be a big part in this game. And uh, so that's exactly what we tried to do. What was it like going out there with Jack for his, you know, first series? You guys are down 7 nothing. It looks like you're going to get a 3 and out uh, instead of the roughing the passer. So you guys are down 7 nothing. What, what was it like going out for that first drive with him? Yeah, I was excited to go out with him. Uh, like I said, he's a great quarterback. Um, he's a young quarterback. He's, he's going to be a really good quarterback in the future. And I was excited to see what he has. And, uh, you know, I think he proved a lot today. You guys now 0-2, but you get now over a week to get ready for your next opponent in Lincoln. Obviously, look at a paper route. It's a, a very, very winnable game uh, on the road. But what's it going to take to, you know, get this team going and, and get that first win next Saturday? Yeah, you know, we started 0-2. No one wants to start that way. But now it's it's day by day. Um, you, we need to practice harder. We need to watch film more. And, uh, you know, like you said, on paper, it's very winnable. But we can't, we can't you know, get into that you know we need to act like we're playing the best team in the conference and that's exactly what we're going to do what does manny ramsey focus on here in the next you know nine ten days to get ready for that that game at lincoln uh just practicing harder um you know i feel like um, i do practice hard but at the same time i feel like i can practice a lot harder and that's something that i think the whole team needs to work on and uh just holding each other accountable um you know we lose as a team and we win as a team all right, Manny, thanks for your time tonight. Yep, thank you. Mason Perez, 6'1", sophomore out of Larded. Come up short here tonight, 35-19, following to Missouri Western. Defensively, it looks like you guys can get off the off the field early on in this game. The first drive Missouri Western has, looks like you can have stopped them three and out, said they're roughing the passer, then they go down and score. What do you remember about that opening drive? Uh, yeah, we uh, got them to third down and uh, had that penalty that caused us um, – we kind of shut down and it felt like at there, right there when we got that uh, penalty, but we uh, came back from it. Next drive, but. Yeah, you look at this Missouri Western team, you knew they were going to be a very good team, very balanced offense, especially on the ground, and, and they showed why they were one of the best teams in MIAA on the ground here tonight. Yeah, when it comes down to that, we, we uh, need to fix our uh, tackling a lot. Yeah. We... Uh, all week we prepped. We knew they had a good run game. We knew their quarterback could run. Just it comes down to us actually coming down, working our feet, and making the tackle. And that's one thing we got to get better at. Yeah, it's one thing that looked like there was a lot of missed tackles out there tonight that would eliminate a lot of those, you know, 15, 20 yard gains. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. Uh, we have a good rotation right now. 
and everyone got to be ready for when their time comes up. So, like, everyone needs to come ready, uh, coming down, setting the edge, making their tackle, setting their feet. But everyone got to stay ready and uh, just do their job, come down, make a tackle. Did it feel like you guys defensively were out there a lot because, you know, it seemed like every play Missouri Western was getting four or five yards on the ground? Uh, yeah, it, it did feel like we were out there a little bit. Uh, the long drives, um, just everyone getting tired. But, I mean, we have that fight. Just we uh, kept fighting. and But, yeah, it, it did seem like we were out there a while. You guys, you know, hold Missouri Western scoreless in that fourth quarter. You guys scored 12 points offensively. Do you feel like you guys were able to kind of really buckle down in that final quarter? Uh, yeah, I feel like we uh, buckled down that final quarter, but, I mean, that's that's too late in the game. We need to start off right from the beginning. Like, we can't be doing that the, this season. And you see, we, we ended up losing 35-19. Like, that's too late starting in the fourth quarter. Like, we need to start right from the get. This Missouri Western team off to a 2-0 start. They are they are one of the best in my double-A, do you feel? Uh, yeah, they're definitely a good team, but, I mean, I, I think they'll get beat. We, we uh, should have been that team right here, but... Yeah, they're definitely not, they're not a bad team. You look back, you know, two weeks in, last week, and then tonight as well, there were, you know, just some plays that, that stick out that you guys wish you guys could have had back because, you know, last week was a very winnable game and, and tonight a very winnable game as well. Uh, yeah, it comes down to the tackling aspect again. Uh, we need to get better as a whole team, but really secondary, as the secondary, we need to get better at coming down and, really working our feet and getting that tackle. We're the last line of defense, and uh, that's what we need to get better on from both weeks. All right, I asked Manny this. We'll ask you as well. What can Mason Perez work on here in the next nine days or so to get ready for that that road game at Lincoln? Uh, Definitely keep working hard at practice. Uh, Always work hard, but there's always stuff you can do better. I'm just like any of the rest of the team. I need to work on my tackling as well. I'm not I'm not perfect and uh, definitely need to work on that. But just keep working, prep, and get after it for next week. All right, Mason, appreciate your time, and, and thanks for it tonight. Thank you.